ಓಂ ಜ್ಞಾನತಿಂಧಸ್ಯಾಂಜನಶ್ಲಾಘೆಯ ಚಕ್ಷುರನ್ಮೀಲಿತ ತಸ್ಮೈ ಶ್ರೀಗುರವೇ ನಮಃ ಶ್ರೀಚೈತನ್ಯಮನೋಭೀಷ್ಟ ಸ್ಥಾಪಿತೂತಲೆ ಸ್ವಯಂ ರೂಪ ಕದಾಮಹ್ಯಂ ದಾತಿ ಸ್ವಪದಾಂತಿಕ ನಾನಾಶಾಸ್ತ್ರಚಾರಣೈಕನಿಪುಣ ಸದ್ಧರ್ಮಸಂಸ್ಥಾಪಕೋ ಲೋಕಾಣಿಣೋ ತ್ರಿಭುವನೆ ಮಾನ್ಯೌ ಶರಣ್ಯಾಕರೋ ರಾಧಾಕೃಷ್ಣಪದಾರವಿಂದ ಭಜನಾ ನಂದೇನಮತ್ತಾಲಿಕೋ ವಂದೇ ರೂಪಸನಾತನೋ ರಘುಯುಗೋ ಶ್ರೀಜೀವಗೋಪಾಲಕೋ ವಂದೇಹಂ ಶ್ರೀಗುರೋ ಶ್ರೀಯುತಪದಕಮಲ ಶ್ರೀಗುರುನ್ ವೈಷ್ಣವಾಂಶ್ಚೀರೂಪಾಗ್ರಜಾತ ಸಹಗಣರಘುನಾಥನ್ವಿತ ಸಜೀವಂ ಸಾಧ್ವೈತ ಸಾವಧೂತ ಪರಿಜನಸಹಿತ ಕೃಷ್ಣಚೈತನ್ಯದೇವೀರಾಧಾಕೃಷ್ಣಪಾದನ್ ಸಹಗಣಲಿತಾಶ್ರೀವಿಶಾಖಾನ್ವಿತ ಹೇ ಕೃಷ್ಣಕರುಣಾ ಸಿಂಧೋ ದೀನಬಂಧೋ ಜಗತ್ಪತೆ ಗೋಪೇಶ ಗೋಪಿಕಾಕಾಂತರಾಧಾಕಾಂತನಮೋಸ್ತುತೆ ತಪ್ತಕಾಂಚನ ಗೌರಾಂಗೀ ರಾಧೇ ವೃಂದಾವನೇಶ್ವರೀ ವೃಷಭಾನುಸುತೆ ದೇವಿ ಪ್ರಣಮಿ ಹರಿ ಪ್ರಿಯೆ ವಾಂಛಾಕಲ್ಪತರುಭ್ಯ ಕೃಪಾಸಂಧುಭ್ಯ ಪಾವನೆಭ್ಯೋ ವೈಷ್ಣವೇಭ್ಯೋ ನಮೋ ನಮಃ ನಮೋ ವಿಷ್ಣುಪಾದೃಷ್ಣಾ ಭೂತಲೆ ಶ್ರೀಮತೆ ಭಕ್ತಿವೇದಾಂತ ಸ್ವಾಮಿನಿತಿನೇ ನಮಸ್ತೆ ಸಾರಸ್ವತಿ ದೇವೇ ಗೌರವಾಣೀ ಪ್ರಚಾರಿಣೆ ನಿರ್ವಿಶೇಷಶೂನ್ಯವಾದೀ ಪಾಶ್ಚಾತ್ಯದೇಶತಾರಿಣೆ ಜಯ ಶ್ರೀಕೃಷ್ಣಚೈತನ್ಯ ಪ್ರಭುನಿತ್ಯಾನಂದ್ರೀಅದ್ವೈತಗದಾಧ್ರೀವಾಸಾದಿಗೌರಭಕ್ತವೃಂದ ಹರೇ ಕೃಷ್ಣ ಹರೇ ಕೃಷ್ಣ 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 ಹರೇ 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 ರಾಮ ಹರೇ ರಾಮ 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 ಹರೇ ಹರೇ Welcome to the fifth episode of the Nectar of Instruction series and today's topic is the chapter 4 uh, text 4 of the Nectar of Instruction Upadesha Amrita by Srila Rupa Goswami So it is always good to scope the subject scoping means like we have 11 verses in the Nectar of Instructions uh, instruction so the first verse is about the actual standard of a devotee and a guru especially the perfect devotee <clears throat> then the next two verses are the so scoping means like dividing the subject into parts so that we can understand the flow of the subject so the next two verses second and third they are about what six principles to reject and six principles to accept now from this verse onwards the fourth verse onwards fourth fifth sixth it is about how to deal with devotees 
how to deal with devotees and how to pay respects and how to basically how to live in the association of devotees and seventh and eighth is more about the process of devotional service and what exactly we need to do and ninth tenth and eleventh is about the glories of the highest devotee uh, which is uh, who is Srimati Ra- Radharani and <clears throat> her place her lake which is called Radha Kund which is in Vrindavan so in this way the nectar of instruction is divided so today we will start to learn what are the ingredients of loving exchanges between devotees we have already understood from the previous few sessions that the association of devotees is indispensable for advancement in Krishna consciousness but then as Srila Prabhupada said in one lecture the dust of the pure devotee is so powerful that by the influence of that dust one can attain complete perfection in devotional service but the dust is also powerful in, a, in, a, in another way if one offends the devotee then the consequences are very drastic so, so therefore as we have understood now the importance of association of devotees now we have to know how to associate with them so that we may not commit offenses and we may not only just not I mean avoiding offenses but also to give, get the rapport with, between devotees and how to exactly deal with devotees so this fourth uh, verse we will chant now Dadati, you repeat after me after every word and after that we will chant each line so you repeat after me of course I cannot hear but I will just give the gap um, that is required for you to repeat Dadati Pratigrihanati Guhyam Akhyati Prichhati Bhungte Bhojayate Cha Eva Shat Vidham Preeti Lakshanam Dadati Pratigrihanati Guhyam Akhyati Prichhati Bhungte Bhojayate Chaiva Shadvidham Preeti Lakshanam Dadati Pratigrihanati Guhyam Akhyati Prichhati Bhungte Bhojayate Chaiva Shadvidham Preeti Lakshanam So now the word to word meaning Dadati gives charity Pratigrihanati accepts in return Guhyam confidential topics Akhyati explains Prichhati inquires Bhungte eats Bhojayate <coughs> feeds Cha also Eva certainly Shatvidham six kinds Preeti of love Lakshanam symptoms <coughs> Translation and purport by His Divine Grace A.C. Bhaktivedanta Swami Shri Prabhupada Ki Jai Translation Offering gifts in charity Accepting charitable gifts Revealing one's mind in confidence Inquiring confidentially Accepting prasad 
and offering prasad are the six symptoms of love shared by one devotee and another. So again, we have to now map the Sanskrit words. Uh, of course, there is the word-to-word meaning, but then sometimes it is a few words together mean one of those six things. So if you have noticed, it's all six, six, six. So six things to be rejected, six things to be accepted, and now six things that will nurture the relationship between devotees. <clears throat> I think the Christians, I think they say six, six, six means Satan. <laughs> but ours we are we are advancing in devotional service. So and we have also the six Goswamis. So we have so many six. <clears throat> so now offering gifts in charity, Dadati means to give. You know, in the Bhagavad Gita it is said Yatkaroshi. Yad Karoshi, Yad Ashnasi, Yad Juhoshi, Dadasi, Yad. Yad Tapasya Sekonteya Kurushvatad Madarpanam. So Dadasi, Dadasi means you give. Dadati means gives charity and uh, third person. So <coughs> Dadasi means in second person. So Dadasi, no Dadati means to give. So offering gifts in charity. Pratigrahanati, accepting gifts from devotees. Guhyam uh, Akhyati. Actually, Guhyam means confidential topics. Akhyati means explain. So, Guhyam Akhyati Prichati. So, Guhyam Akhyati. <coughs> that means explaining. And Prichati. To inquire. So, that, so, first thing is giving in charity. Pratigrinath. Accepting in charity. Accepting charitable gifts. Guhyam Akhyati is one one unit. So that means inquiring, conf- uh, sorry, explaining uh, confidential topics. And Prichati, inquire about confidential topics. Bhungte, accepting prasadam offered by a devotee. Bhojayate, uh, to, to feed devotees with prasadam. Cha eva, and certainly. So these things, these six are Shadvidham. Vidham means in these six ways, six kinds. So Preeti Lakshanam, the symptoms of love. Now, if you see the translation, here it is said, six symptoms of love shared by one devotee and another. Actually, this devotee, the word Bhakta is not even mentioned in this verse, right? So there is no Bhakta. So Prabhupada translated it as shared by one devotee and another. So, of course, this book is talking about bhakti. But actually, these six are in any relationship, these six, um, they hold true. Even in an ordinary, like I think in the purport, Prabhupada explains, like even in a business meeting, if one wants to, you know, you know, the, the partner or prospective partner, if one wants to have a good relation with him, he will usually call him to a lunch or something like that in a hotel somewhere on a restaurant or then uh, then they will speak confidentially okay what are the you know plans what are this and that and then they inquire what is your you know whatever it is they they will inquire <clears throat> and then uh, they also accept gifts and receive gifts so these things are um, standard for any relationship 
I think even in an ordinary uh, conjugal relationship you know, between a boy and a girl, these things happen. I think they, nowadays it's not all arranged marriage. Everybody go out on a date and then they find their partner and they eat somewhere and then they offer and accept gifts and you know, in this way. They inquire confidentially and explain confidential things. So anywhere where there is a relationship, these six things are present. And if we want to cultivate relationship with devotees, we have to also use these six things. But here, bhungte, bhojayate, um, bhungte and bhojayate is not just any restaurant and we eat like that. Here, for devotees, it's prasadam. So, we have to prepare prasadam and uh, feed the devotees. And then, uh, when devotees offer prasadam, we have to accept it. If you don't accept it, uh, there is, uh, there is an, an offence. So, in this way, and then also we have to inquire confidentially. Like, we have to discuss deeper subjects or even revealing one's mind if one is facing some difficulty. Just like we would talk to any friend otherwise, if in any relationship, you know, we talk our heart out. So, like that, we have to deal with devotees and offer them gifts and accept the gifts offered by them. So, in this way, a relationship can be nurtured. In fact, we call our um, weekly programs as Sunday Love Feast. Why we call it like that? It's coming from this verse. Preeti Bhojanam. Preeti Bhojanam is love feast. So, Bhojayate. So, this is called Preeti Lakshanam. Uh, symptoms. Lakshanam means symptoms. Preeti means of love. So, Preeti Bhojanam, love feast. So, that is what we do. That is what we offer to everybody. So, we are giving a chance to everybody, uh, for everybody to associate with devotees. So, now we will <coughs> go to the purport. In this verse, Srila Rupa Goswami explains how to perform devotional activities in the association of other devotees. There are six kinds of activities. One, giving charity to the devotees. Two, accepting from the devotees whatever they may offer in return. Three, opening one's mind to the devotees. Four, inquiring from them about the confidential service of the Lord. Five, honoring prasad or spiritual food given by the devotees. And six, feeding the devotees with prasadam. So before we go further, I just want to check the audio levels. Everything, everybody can hear easily. No problems with the audio. Alright, that's good. Complaints. Okay, let's move on. An experienced devotee explains and an inexperienced devotee learns from him. This is Guhyam Akhyati Prichati. Prichati means to ask. <coughs> like Arjuna asked. If you go to um, Bhagavad Gita, second chapter, seventh verse, he asks Krishna. Karpanya dosho pahata svabhava prichami tvam dharma sam Prichami. So prichati means ask. Prichami tvam dharma sam mudhacheta. Yachreyasyan nishchitam brohitan me. Shishyaste ham shadhimam tvam prapannam. See? Now I am confused about my duty and have lost all composure because of miserly weakness. In this condition, I am asking you to tell me for certain what is best for me. Now I am your disciple and a soul surrendered unto you. Please instruct me. 
So this is how we have to inquire. When we are having a problem, we, have, we are dealing with, we cannot solve it. That's when we approach the devotees, especially the Guru. Here, Arjuna is approaching his Guru. So, in our case, Srila Prabhupada is our Guru. So, we read his books or we uh, ask a Siksha Guru who is the uh, temple devotees and any, anybody who can explain this with reference to Shastras and Sadhu and Guru. So, that kind of devotee, we have to approach and inquire confidentially. Uh, <clears throat> and also, Krishna also recommends the same process in the fourth chapter. I think everybody knows this verse. Chapter 4, text 34. Tadvidhi pranipatena pariprasnena sevaya upadekshanti te jnanam jnani nastatva darshinaha. So here, pariprasnena, prasna means question, asking. Pariprasnena means submissive inquiry. Just try to learn the truth by approaching a spiritual master. Inquire from him submissively and render service unto him. The self allows. The self-realized soul can impart knowledge. That impart knowledge means um, He will explain. And Prichati is Pariprasnena. The self-realized soul can impart knowledge unto you because he has seen the truth. So there is another instance in Bhagavatam where the sages of Naimisharanya they asked Sutta Goswami about all the questions concerning Krishna and religion. Then when uh, Sutta Goswami heard the questions, he was very uh, happy. He said in the Kanto 1, Chapter 2, Text 5, Munayah sadhu prishtoham bhavad bhirloka mangalam yatkritah krishna samprashno. Samprashno. Again, question. Yenatmasu prasidati. O sages, I have been justly questioned by you. Your questions are worthy because they relate to Lord Krishna, see, and so are of relevance to the world's welfare. Only questions of this sort are completely, are capable of completely satisfying the self. And um, in the 11th count, I mean, even in the 3rd count also, when Maitreya Muni and uh, Vidura meet, also, there is also a similar verse. And uh, I think in the 3rd count, 15th chapter, and then there is also in the 11th count, Tasmad Gurum Prapadyeta Jignasur Shreya Uttamam Shabde Parejanishnatam Brahman Yupasamatyam. So eleven dot three dot twenty-one of Srimad Bhagavatam. So this is the verse. So the translation. Therefore, any person who seriously desires real happiness must seek a bona fide spiritual master and take shelter of him by initiation. The qualification of the bona fide guru is that he has realized the conclusions of the scriptures by deliberation and he is able to convince others of these conclusions. Such great personalities who have taken shelter of the Supreme Godhead, leaving aside all material considerations, should be understood to be bona fide spiritual masters. So, here the word jignasu is there, but in the translation exactly the word questioning is not mentioned. Here it is said, take shelter of him by initiation. Initiation means again the same thing. See, jignasu, being inquisitive. So, in other words, when we associate with devotees, we don't chit chat. We, we discuss about Krishna and how I can advance in Krishna consciousness. These things I have to 
inquire so in any relationships you know we we have personal connection like this but when it comes to devotees these can also be misunderstood oh yeah we have to talk you know well, let's talk all kind of prajalpa no we have to again jignasu shreya uttamam um, what is it athato brahma jignasa vedanta sutra athato brahma jignasa ado gurvashrayam sadharma pricha pricha means again questioning so this when it comes to guru and disciple um, whether it's diksha guru shiksha guru we have to um, approach them shiksha guru okay diksha guru means if you, if any of you are not aware diksha guru means one is one who is initiating the disciple and shiksha guru means there are many devotees who can teach you many many things in devotional service so whenever somebody teaches you something in devotional service that person is a shiksha guru he may not be completely qualified as a you know um, first class devotee he may be first class devotee it is not uh, restricted to only second class and third class but even if a beginner devotee if he knows something he can teach that to others like prabhupada said you know when that uh, small girl of uh, his disciple sham sundar uh, prabhu uh, his her name was saraswati so saraswati said uh, she used to ask people who is krishna then they say i don't know krishna is the supreme personality of godhead she was just a two year old girl three year old girl and she used to say like that <clears throat> so prabhupada said she is guru that doesn't mean she can initiate now <laughs> but she can teach what she has learned so anybody who teaches anything like that is a shiksha guru shiksha means instruction so they teach some shiksha uh, something or the other but the person who is responsible for taking you back to godhead who is actually having direct connection with krishna the first class devotee uh, bhagavatottama he is a diksha guru uh, who is authorized by his guru to become a diksha guru uh, he is diksha guru so when we go to a devo- um, guru whether shiksha or diksha we have to ask relevant questions hmm. relevant questions so that is very important so and all connected to krishna so like that shreya uttamam shreya means you know jignasu means to be inquisitive not about anything but shreya uttamam the highest good and that is what we have to inquire from devotees and then bhungte bhojayate um, offer food and receive food prabhu yes i want to cultivate good relationship with devotees i'll take him to the let's go to the mcdonalds and eat no we, this is rubbish you are offending the devotee so you have to offer the devotee what the devotee wants and learn from the devotee what actually you should eat and what should be offered to devotee and yourself so after learning that then yes engage properly otherwise if the devotee is invited to a ordinary restaurant the devotee will be offended <laughs> so uh, we should not offend now we should offer what is favorable <clears throat> this is guhyam akhyati prichhati when a devotee distributes prasad remnants of food offered to the supreme personality god head in order to maintain our spirit of devotional service we must accept the prasad as the lord's grace received through the pure devotees hmm. whenever somebody offers prasadam we should immediately accept it without any formality even if we haven't brushed our teeth we should immediately accept it that, that was exemplified by sarvabhouma bhattacharya when chaitanya mahaprabhu uh, converted him he was a mayavadi actually in the beginning so he was an impersonalist and chaitanya mahaprabhu spoke to him and changed him into a devotee he was a very very great scholar 
extremely great scholar sarvabhauma means who has conquered everybody he has defeated everybody in con- in, in uh, uh, all kinds of uh, debates so he was very very knowledgeable but chaitanya mahaprabhu defeated him also so after sarvabhauma bhattacharya became devotee in the next morning chaitanya chaitanya mahaprabhu went to the jagannath temple in jagannathpuri and this was, this was all in jagannathpuri this happened so he, the lord went to the temple attended the mangalarti and brought the prasadam for sarvabhauma bhattacharya and sarvabhauma bhattacharya just woke up obviously he did not come for mangalarti so <laughs> he was not accustomed yet so then he gave him the prasadam chaitanya mahaprabhu knocked on his door and sarvabhauma bhattacharya just woke up and chaitanya mahaprabhu gave him the prasadam sarvabhauma immediately accepted it and took it then when chaitanya mahaprabhu saw that uh, he was convinced that sarvabhauma bhattacharya has become a full fledged devotee because he understood the value of prasadam Hmm. even before you know brushing teeth or anything if prasadam is there one must immediately accept it hmm. just little bit even just one must honor the prasadam it is a oh it's lord's mercy has come let me honor it so like that one should honor so therefore if you remember in the guruvashtaka mangalarti song the fourth verse chaturvedha shri bhagavat prasado swadvanna triptan hari bhakta sanghan The Guru is very happy when he sees the devotees having prasadam. So, this is Preeti Lakshanam. So, he wants to see the devotee eat prasadam. And he sumptuously feeds. So, if you notice Srila Prabhupada's early history in America, maybe we should do a series of the, the pastimes of Srila Prabhupada one day. Not one day, a few days it will take. So, in the early days, um, Prabhupada was cooking all by himself at the age of 70, 71. He was cooking everything and alone and, uh, you know, he, he used to offer nice uh, palatable dishes, prasadam offered to Krishna, you know, sabjis, dal, rice and chapatis and um, kachoris and uh, gulab jamuns and so many varieties he used to cook alone. and not just prabhupada said i used to cook for about almost 200 people so it's not joke you know every day cooking for that many people alone at that age moreover yes i can't think given at this age to cook <laughs> for a breakfast for maybe 15 20 people here is already a big task for me uh, he was cooking a whole feast for so many people so it is not joke and uh, why because he wants to spread the love of krishna in this way Uh, so one must do this one must uh, offer one must cook nicely and offer to krishna and then offer the prasadam to all the devotees and to see them satisfied is uh, that means you have satisfied the devotees of course if i cook something burned and offer to the devotees prabhu vaishnav seva vaishnav seva and then you know like <laughs> there was once actually that something happened it's a funny incident so me my brother my brother was at that time in singapore rajakishore prabhu uh, we had some bengali devotees um in the western part of singapore so they used to have a small preaching center so there we went for um, for a program so we did kirtan we did um, bhagavad gita class and after that there was prasadam distribution so the one devotee he wanted to serve the devotees so nicely so instead of the devotees going to the wash basin to wash their hands he used to bring the uh, one jug and uh, he used to um, put a bowl 
and uh, the, he used to wash the hands he used to pour and devotees used to wash their hands in the bowl so but <laughs> what happened is vaishnav seva vaishnav seva and then he came so he made a mistake there was there were two jugs one was <laughs> normal water and another was hot water <laughs> boiling hot water just boil very hot then uh, <clears throat> he brought that and he he put and then my brother was you know washing hands oh the whole hands were burnt you know the hands were burnt like anything and <laughs> vaishnav seva became vaishnav aparadh <laughs> so anyway <clears throat> but it was it was just a, a light moment he did not know so the thing is we have to offer them nice food <laughs> so otherwise you know if it is not done properly then of course we should also offer krishna nice food in the beginning when one is attempting maybe one is not um good enough maybe he'll make a mistake here and there eventually we have to practice <clears throat> and then cook nicely and offer to the devotees and then satisfy the devotees so this is one of the uh, very important in fact uh, one of the most important uh, aspects of our movement where prasadam distribution and then once they eat prasadam once they hear the holy name and chant the holy name प्रसादे सर्वदुखेशु प्रसादे सर्वदुखानाम हानिरसोपजायते प्रसन्नचेतसो ह्याशु बुद्धिर्पर्यवतिष्ठते सो बाय प्रसादम सर्वदुखानाम हानिर ऑल द यू नो द द द मटेरियल हंगर इज गॉन एंड आल्सो नॉट जस्ट हंगर यू फील सैटिस्फाइड व्हेन यू ईट इन अ सर्टेन प्लेस व्हेन समबडी ऑफर्स यू फूड यू फील यू नो नाइस so especially with prasadam and devotees so that affection develops um so that that is a very important uh, and then after that buddhi paryavatishtate by eating proper food we have, we have already studied a whole seminar we did, a webinar we did on prasadam and importance of prasadam so what happens the intelligence ahara shuddha sattva shuddhi so the intelligence becomes uh, strong spiritually by eating prasadam then we can understand spiritual subject matters we should also invite pure devotees to our home and offer prasadam and be prepared to please them in all respects you see we should also invite so the those who are householders especially they should invite uh, the devotees in the temple and offer vaishnav bhojan and also you know we have system where you know <coughs> they can offer i mean um, rajbhog to uh, krishna and then that feast is offered because sunday we have priti bhojanam love feast here so that can be sponsored by devotees so this is all again um, if one cannot cook so for example some people they are not devotees yet but still they want to serve the vaishnavas so at least they can pay the contribution and then the devotees can cook here in the temple and then that prasadam can be fed to everybody so whenever there is some celebration of birthday or something it's all about <coughs> not getting served usually <coughs> the western idea of a birthday celebration is everybody will give gifts to that person and you know he will receive everything he is the king on that day or queen depending on who it is but in in vedic way of celebration it is to serve if you see all the examples <coughs> when ramachandra was born dasharath gave so much in charity when krishna was born nand maharaj gave so much in charity so whenever there is an auspicious occasion 
It is not that you see, see, I am a very auspicious, everybody please give me gifts. No, that is, that is uh, rubbish. He has to serve. So, that is the proper way to celebrate. Um, <clears throat> in fact, if he goes personally and serves with, with his own hand, uh, that is even more. So, the devotees, in fact, if you see the pastimes of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, this is exactly why every devotee should read Chaitanya Charitamrita. Because in Chaitanya Charitamrita, the whole subject matter, the I mean, there are many subject matters there, but the most prominent subject matter is Vaishnava etiquette. How to live in the company of Vaishnavas. All kinds of examples, all kinds. In fact, whatever we, we um, experience in the association of Vaishnavas, it's already been covered in the Chaitanya Charitamrita. So, this is very important to read Chaitanya Charitamrita. So, there if you see, Chaitanya Mahaprabhu was a uh, you know, sannyasi and he was always invited by various devotees. In fact, he was totally booked. Entire month he was booked. <laughs> and people want to invite him. He has no time to go. No, like that it was. Uh, everybody wanted to serve Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. And Sarvabhama Bhattacharya actually served him such nice preparations. Hundreds of preparations. <clears throat> so, this way, there is something blocking my eye. Hmm. So, in this way, prasadam is offered. Bhungte bhojayatecha. We should also invite pure devotees to our home, offer them prasad and be prepared to please them in all respects. This is called bhungte bhojayatechaiva. Even in ordinary social activities, these six types of dealings between two loving friends are absolutely necessary. You see, that's what we said earlier. In any relationship, these six things are necessary ingredients. For instance, when one businessman wishes to contact another businessman, he arranges a feast in a hotel. And over the feast, openly expresses what he wishes to do. He then inquires from his business friend how he should act and sometimes presents are exchanged. Thus, whenever there is a dealing of preeti or love in intimate dealings, these six activities are executed. In the previous verse, Srila Rupa Goswami advised that one should renounce worldly association and keep company with the devotees. Sangatyagat Satovritte uh, the International Society for Krishna Consciousness has been established to facilitate these six, these six kinds of loving exchanges between devotees. This society was started single-handedly, but because people are coming forward and dealing with the give-and-take policy, the society is now expanding all over the world. We are glad that people are donate, donating very liberally to the development of the society's activities, and people are also eagerly accepting whatever humble contribution we are giving them in the shape of books and magazines dealing strictly with the subject matter of Krishna Consciousness. You see here, <coughs> so people are donating here. <coughs> so he, just now we have learnt in the six, we have to accept donations and we have to give donations. So now you may ask, Prabhu, but all you temple devotees, you know, they are accepting donations, but they are not giving us any donations, you know. <laughs> so, but here Prabhupada explains. They are donating liberally and they are also eagerly accepting whatever humble contribution we are giving them in the shape of books and magazines dealing strictly with the subject matter of Krishna Consciousness. So, donation does not just mean money only. So, of course, outside when people work and then that money they should give to Krishna. That money is there. And also they can serve in many other ways. But a devotee, uh, he may offer prasadam and may, he may offer knowledge. That knowledge is also donation. That is also dadati, giving. Vidya, Vidya is also can be given and in fact Vidya is something 
unique thing that it will grow when you give. For example, money when you give, you have lesser now. But of course, when you give to Krishna, it increases later on. Um, that is also explained in the Bhagavatam. But at that moment, whenever you give money, it will be lesser on you in your in your possession. But Vidya is something that when you share more and more, it will increase in you more and more because you are repeating and repeating. And then you are also realizing more and more, even while speaking. Um, it is not that we are knowledgeable, that's why I am speaking here. No, I am also learning only. So even while speaking, I am learning myself. So, so this Vidya is like that. The more we give, the more we keep and don't share, actually we lose it. We lose it. Uh, if we don't keep on repeating, if we don't keep on helping others with that knowledge, we will lose it. Mm. So, uh, this Dadati principle is also knowledge and especially from experienced devotees, we have to, the inexperienced, as Prabhupada said in the beginning of the purport, the inexperienced devotee learns from the experienced devotee. So, in this way, um, we learn. Of course, we should always feel we are inexperienced. It's not that, oh, some junior devotee is speaking, uh, then I, I, will, I, will, I will not listen. No, even then we have to listen because Krishna will tell something through the devotees. You know, although we know, we may know, it is good to always reiterate, refresh, revise, everything, always. And Krishna has, um, you know, Krishna always speaks through the devotees. So, we have to learn, we have many things to learn. So, when we hear attentively, we will definitely find things to learn from any devotee's uh, talk. Provided the devotee is, of course, is a proper devotee and he is speaking on the scriptures, not speaking some wild nonsense, then he has to be corrected, of course. But if he is speaking on the scriptures and, and the Sadhu Shastra Guru, then we can definitely learn a lot of things from the devotees. <clears throat> we sometimes hold Hare Krishna festivals and invite life members and friends to participate in the feasting by accepting prasad. You see, this is our trademark, hallmark in our Hare Krishna movement, prasadam. When there is Rathyatra and Janmashtami, any, any festival, there is a sumptuous prasadam offered. You know, very, very big arrangement for prasadam. This is again Preeti Lakshana. And when people come and take prasadam, you know, they like it. You know, they, they just get attached to the movement like in that way. So, that is a very, uh, very important ingredient, prasadam. Although most of our members come from the higher rungs of society, they nonetheless come and take whatever little prasad we are able to offer them. Sometimes the members and supporters inquire very confidentially about the methods of performing devotional service and we try to explain this. In this way, our society is successfully spreading all over the world and the intelligentsia of all countries is gradually appreciating our Krishna conscious activities. The life of the Krishna conscious society is nourished by these six types of loving exchange among the members. <coughs> you see, the life of the Krishna conscious society is nourished by these six types of loving exchanges among the members. <coughs> Therefore, people must be given the chance to associate with the devotees of ISKCON. Of course, now, unfortunate, whatever has happened. This is Prabhupada's movement, but there has been some uh, deviations there. So, the same thing we are continuing with ISKM. <coughs> um, given the chance to associate with the devotees of ISKCON, because simply by reciprocating in six ways mentioned above, an ordinary man can fully revive his dormant Krishna consciousness. In Bhagavad Gita chapter 2, text 62, it is, it is stated, Sangat Sanjayate Kamaha. One's desires and ambitions develop according to the company one keeps. One's 
desires and ambitions develop according to the company one keeps. It is often said that a man is known by his company. In fact, there is another quote also. They say, you are the average of the, your, the, your five closest uh, friends. Uh, you are the average of the five closest friends. So, you have pretty much the, the, the characteristics of the five closest people to you. <clears throat> so, and if an ordinary man associates with devotees, he will certainly develop his dormant Krishna consciousness. And the understanding of Krishna consciousness is innate in every living entity and it is already developed to some extent when the living entity takes on a human, takes a human body. Alright, so here, when a devotee, the people outside, they are non-devotees are allowed to associate with devotees in the temple. So, in one place, I mean in the last two verses, we have read, we have studied that we have to give up the association of non-devotees. But then here we are creating a facility, a temple where people can associate with the devotees. So then we have to deal with the non-devotees. So how to give up their association? So I think <coughs> many times we have reiterated this, but again it's good to reiterate that there is giving association, uh, giving association and taking association. Two types. When you associate with somebody, are you influencing that person? Or are you getting influenced by that person? So this has to be seen. So if I go and I, I, in, I mean, in the mood of preaching, if I want to preach, and then I go to and talk to a person, and then he puts his ideas into into me, then that is not. I am not preaching. I am getting preached to by him. So that is what is to be avoided. We should not take their opinions, their kinds of viewpoints but make them understand. It is good to listen and then explain to them uh, what is actually the real thing. Just like in the beginning, Arjuna was talking so many things in the Bhagavad Gita. In the first chapter, he was only talking. Only in the second chapter, when finally <coughs> Arjuna could not solve his problem, then Krishna started to speak. So, um, the devotee always knows the answers for, for everybody's problems. But, the, the non-devotee, he wants to be heard. So, alright. But, his ideas cannot influence us. Uh, he should not influence us. Uh, we should convey our idea, Krishna conscious idea, to him. So, that is called preaching. When we take his idea, that is to be, um, that is, that is uh, detrimental. That means, I am not strong enough. If he can convince me. So, in the beginning, especially when in the beginning, it may happen. Uh, when we go out to preach and distribute books and sometimes they may put forward an argument which we have no answer to because of our inexperience in Krishna consciousness. It doesn't matter. Yeah, that's how we learn. So, but Krishna wants to see how much we are dedicating for Him. You know, how much we are taking risk and how much even, you know, not knowing or whatever, we are still taking the risk and going out to reach out to people to help them. So, he is seeing all those efforts. So, that will definitely come into our credit. But, at the same time, we have to, when we are not able to answer a certain argument or they impose some idea of theirs, then we have to check with senior devotees who know. So, Prabhu, this was um, uh, told by such and such person and uh, this is how um, it was presented. So, what what is the understanding? How should I understand this? Because I do not know how to answer to this. So, then the devotees will explain. Uh, then we have to attentively hear to the explanation. 
then yes we can we know then next time we know how to deal so like that on the job training you know ojt as they call it on job training but we have to offer our cannot be even if somebody if sometimes in the beginning stages we may get influenced immediately we have to check with devotees and adjust the thing correct the thing and then move on so sangat sanjayate kama once desires and ambitions develop according to the company one keeps so for um we have to associate with devotees so the understanding of krishna consciousness is innate in every living entity and it is already developed some extent when the living entity takes a human body you see it is innate innate means it is already there dormant in every living entity but it is slightly already uncovered in a human form of body because in human life we have the system of religion however rudimentary it may be or however sophisticated it may be there is some kind of religion in all human forms of life even an, even an aborigin in the forest they also bow down to you know mountain or sun or something like that they have some idea of supernatural power although it may be very crude understanding but still that it is there in the human form of life mm. it is said in the chaitanya charitamrita madhyalila chapter 22 verse 107 nitya siddha krishna prema sadhya kabhunoy shravanadi suddha chitte koroy udoy mm. pure love for krishna is eternally established in the hearts of living entities it's already there pure love of krishna is not something we are imposing or we have to learn no it has to just to be uncovered it is already there in every living entity it is just covered now with all this dust of materialism it is not something to be gained from another source when the heart is purified by hearing and chanting the living entity naturally awakens awakens to this his original nature of pure love of god since krishna consciousness is inherent in every living entity everyone should be given a chance to hear about krishna so how it awakens shravanaadi shuddha chitte shravanaadi beginning with shravana shravan kirtan you know shravanam kirtanam vishnu smaranam archanam mandanam padasevanam dasyam sakhyam atmani vedanam so all the nine forms of devotional service beginning with shravana it all starts with shravan first hearing shravanam means hearing then then what happens shuddha chitte the heart becomes cleansed and then it can be koroy udoy it will manifest everyone should be given a chance to hear about krishna simply by hearing and chanting shravanam kirtanam one's heart is directly purified and one's original krishna consciousness is immediately awakened krishna consciousness is not artificially imposed upon the heart it is already there when one chants the holy name of the supreme personality of godhead the heart is cleansed of all mundane contamination in the first uh, first stanza of his shikshashtaka shri shikshashtaka lord shri chaitanya mahaprabhu says cheto darpanam arjanam bhavamaha davagni nirvapanam shreya kairavachandrika vitaranam vidyavadhu jivanam anandam budhivardhanam pratipadam पूर्णाताम सर्वात्मापनमरम विजयते श्रीकृष्ण संकीर्तन सो अंतिलीला चैप्टर ट्वेंटी टेक्स्ट ट्वेल्व वी हैव ऑलरेडी स्टडीड दिस ऑल ग्लॉरीज टू श्रीकृष्ण संकीर्तन विच क्लेंस इज द हार्ड ऑफ ऑल द डस्ट एक्यूमुलेटेड फॉर इयर्स 
and extinguishes the fire of conditional life of repeated birth and death. This Sankirtan movement is the prime benediction for humanity at large because it spreads the rays of the benediction moon. It is the life of all transcendental knowledge. It increases the ocean of transcendental bliss and it enables us to fully taste the nectar for which we are always anxious. We are always anxious for the nectar of happiness. Anandamayo um, Bhyasat. And it enables this Sankirtan, this Sri Krishna Sankirtan will enable us to actually become, taste that nectar of happiness. For which we are always anxious in this material world. We always are anxious to find happiness. But actually that happiness is found by chanting. If one chants attentively, he actually feels very happy. Mm. Not only is the chanter of the Mahamantra purified, but the heart of anyone who happens to hear the transcendental vibration of Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare, Hare Rama, Hare Rama, Rama Rama, Hare Hare, is also cleansed. <coughs> Even the souls embodied in lower animals, insects, trees and other species of life also become purified and prepared to become fully Krishna conscious simply by hearing the transcendental vibration. This was explained by Thakur Haridas, who is Namacharya, authority on holy name. When Chaitanya Mahaprabhu inquired from him, how living entities lower than human beings can be delivered from material bondage? <coughs> Haridas Thakur said that the chanting of the holy names is so powerful that even if one chants in the remotest parts of the jungle, the trees and animals will advance in Krishna consci- <coughs> consciousness simply by hearing the vibration. So, <coughs> this is, uh, and actually, you know, we will read on. This will actually, this was actually proved by Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu himself when he passed passed through the forest of Jharkhand. Now, is there is a state in India called Jharkhand. So that forest was called Jharkhand. This was 500 years ago. At that time, the tigers, snakes, deer, and all other animals abandoned their natural animosity and began chanting and dancing in Sankirtan. This is an incident that was recorded in the Chaitanya Charitamrita. You can read it in the Madhilila. So. Of course, we cannot imitate the activities of Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, uh, but we should follow in his footsteps. We are not powerful, eno- powerful enough to enchant the lower animals such as tigers, snakes, cats and dogs or entice them to chant. But by chanting the holy names of the Lord, we can actually convert many people throughout the world to Krishna consciousness. Contributing or distributing the holy name of the Lord is a sublime example of contributing or giving charity, the Dadati principle. So, this is another thing. The Dadati, especially the Sadhus, how they donate to the society. They donate knowledge. They donate the holy name. They donate prasadam. So that's why it is said, the six activities of Brahmana are Pathan Pathan, Yajan Yajan, Dana Pratigraha. This is a Brahman's duty. What is that? Pathan Pathan. He, first of all, studies the Vedic literature. He teaches others about Vedic literature. Then, Yajan Yajan. <clears throat> he, he performs yajna for his own purification, which is japa. In, in our Kali Yuga context, the japa yajna. Uh, aham, what is that? Yajnanam japa yajna osmi. In the 10th chapter, 25th verse, Krishna says, that of all sacrifices, I am the sacrifice of chanting the holy names. So, so chanting of the holy names on the beads is for one's own purification. And kirtan is for everybody's purification. So, that is sankirtan yajna. This is japa yajna. So, Yajan Yajan, he does Yajna for one's, his own purification by Japa and he does Kirtan, he spreads the holy name and he chants for everybody's purification. And then, 
dadati pratigrahanati so he accepts charity brahmana and he gives back in charity food you know he gets so many food so much food or something he will give back or if he get money money he will print books and he will distribute the books so in this way dadati principle so the brahmana he gives in these ways gives the holy name gives the knowledge and gives prasadam so yagya dana tapah karma pavanani manishinam in the according to one status one has to engage in these three activities and even if one is advanced as a sanyasi he should still perform these things but the items may be different like you see in the 18th chapter 5th verse of bhagavad gita this is stated yagya dana tapah karma natyajyam karyame vatat yagyo danam tapaschaiva pavanani maneshinam acts of sacrifice charity and penance are not to be given up they must be performed indeed sacrifice charity and penance purify even the great souls so sacrifice um charity charity uh, a person who is a householder yes he gives charity by distributing food stuffs distributing uh, his wealth to the brahmanas that's that is the way he does it and he can also preach of course if he is you know jai krishna tatva vita shai guru hoy um kiban kibave prakibanyasi shudrakene noy so it doesn't matter whichever position you are if you know the signs of krishna you can preach so he can teach others uh, at the same time he can distribute his wealth to the brahmanas but uh, sanyasi he does not have any wealth to distribute um, of his own he accepts wealth but he transforms it into a more um, his i mean um, a more valuable contribution to the society when we receive wealth okay we print books so that books will give knowledge to the people so it is again giving back only but it is giving back not just oh i receive money i give back money no if i give back money it, the money belongs to krishna if i give back money the person may again you know eat uh, meat especially sometimes people ask us should i not give money to the poor people who are on the street or something if you give money they may buy alcohol or they may you know uh, buy meat best to give him prasadam best to give him prasadam uh, so this is um, in fact uh, one of our temples in india they, they, you know got some criticism from some general public because they were distributing prasadam prasadam only but uh, the families of those people of the the men who were coming there to eat prasadam they came to temple to complain why because they said you are giving prasadam and because of this my husband you know he saved some money because he did not have to pay outside for um, prasadam and with that money he bought uh, alcohol and he is now drinking and beating us so <laughs> what can be done so that is that is not within our thing we have to give prasadam eventually hopefully you will come out of that so but money especially if you give you're directly implicated in the in what he buys because you have facilitated that some people say no no as long as i have done my part after that it's what it's his karma no 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 you can you just can you you did not write the law of karma come on krishna has written so he said that anybody there are eight kinds of people who are involved in, according to manusmriti eight kinds of people are involved in the killing of an animal the person um who eats the person who cooks the person who transports the person who sells the person who buys the person who um what whatever i mean trans i mean trans stores all these things and one who facilitated 
everybody is involved so it is not it is laws of karma are very stringent and very subtle uh, very nuanced so we need to understand that and um, therefore the best way to, is to give prasadam and, and the holy name and the knowledge about krishna and charity money means it has to be given to the brahmanas then yes there is proper donation because they know how to use it for the benefit of the people proper brahmanas nowadays of course many temples so you know they demand donations and all and then they don't do anything for the public they don't teach they don't have bhagavad gita classes they don't have books they have nothing they simply you know in india you will find many of these temples so not like that a temple should be a university otherwise it's not it's not the proper function of a temple yatra gayanti madbhakta tatra tishthami narada narayana himself told to narada muni what is that wherever my devotees are glorifying me there i am wherever they are sharing my message uh, so that is that is the most important thing so for the great souls they distribute like that mm. penance of course they do penance and sacrifice but charity especially the dadati principle and krishna also said yat karoshi dashnasi yat jhoshi dadasi yat yat tapasasi kaunteya tat kurushva madarpanam he says krishna said you give that to me whatever you want to give you give to me whatever you uh, want to do your your tapasya or whatever don't do tapasya for demigods tapasya for this and that no or tapasya for country like gandhi did he fasted for the country all this is not uh, sanctioned in the shastras we have to do tapasya or charity everything to krishna hmm, through the devotees that's the proper way to do it <clears throat> so contributing or distributing the holy name of the lord is a sublime example of contributing or giving charity the dadati principle by the same token one must also follow the pratigrahanaadi principle and be willing and ready to receive the transcendental gift so when somebody is explaining about krishna when somebody is chanting hari krishna we should join we should you know even rathyatra we should join so all these things we should join so we should accept that transcendental gift as a mercy of krishna pratigrahanaadi some people say no no i don't want to take anything you know, you know like some rich people say you know no no, no I, i don't i don't want prasadam you know it's for the poor people no 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 you are also poor anybody who hasn't achieved devotion to krishna he is poor hmm. so it is not oh that is for poor people prasadam distribution that is uh, anadanam is for pure, poor people no 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 our prasadam distribution is for everybody everybody is poor hmm. in this material world we are all poor if we are if we are really rich we should be with krishna by the same token one must also follow the prasigrahana and it is a transcendental gift it is krishna's gift coming and if we reject whether it be the holy name or the, the knowledge or the prasadam uh, then we are committing an offense when krishna is coming through the devotees in these three ways then we have to accept mm. one should inquire about the krishna consciousness movement and open his mind in order to understand the situation of this material world thus the guhyamakhyati prachyati principles can be served the members of the International Society for Krishna Consciousness invite the society's members and supporters to dine with them when they hold love feasts in all their branches every Sunday. Yes, Sri Sri Ramadan Mohan Kijai. Many interested people come to honor Prasad, and whenever possible, they invite members of the society to their homes and feed them sumptuously with Prasad. In this way, both the members of the society and the general public are benefited. so here in our movement at least that, that is actually the process so when devotees of the temple are invited to the houses 
by devotees, by the congregation devotees. So, the devotees go there. The householder devotees' duty is to feed them nice prasadam, but not that the, the temple devotees have just come there and eat prasadam and go out. No, there is dadati. I am taking something, I have to give something. There should be reciprocation. Mm. Otherwise, we will be in debt. Uh, we will be in debt. So, uh, the, the devotees speak. There will be a kirtan and then there will be a speech by the devotees. So, that is the proper way. So, the devotees are also giving and then the guest is also, I mean the host is also giving prasadam and the devotees are giving knowledge and the holy name in this way. So, that is proper way. In this way, both the members of society and the general public are benefited. People should give up the company of so-called yogis, jnanis and karmis and philanthropists because their association can benefit no one. No one. Oh, even philanthropists. They, they, because their whole understanding of uh, charity work and everything is based on a wrong principle. They are not even saving the soul. So, they, however much it may be eulogized by people in this world, but from the Shastra we have to understand that it is not good. They, what they are doing is not correct. It's not on the principles of Krishna consciousness. Krishna did not, mm, uh, what is that? Sanction that. Krishna did not order that. So, therefore, we have to only go by Krishna. We, the whole world may, you know, um, what is that, applaud such philanthropists. But we should not be distracted by that. When we are distracted, oh, actually, you know, what he is doing nice, you know. That means, Sangat Sanjatikam. We are taking the association of the worldly people. We are getting influenced by their opinion. We have to never depart from Krishna's opinion. That is the first thing. When Krishna said something, that is truth. However much it may seem counterintuitive, that is the truth. It is never false. Krishna will never speak anything false. So, whatever the Krishna speaks, whatever Srila Prabhupada speaks is never false. So, that is the first principle. So, we have to be convinced on that point and we are unshaken. We cannot be shaking on that point. So, that with that conviction, then we have to address the situation. And when somebody presents it, some, some philanthropic activity as a very great activity, we should know exactly where the flaws are. Like the other day, I think I shared a um, question from one of my friends on Instagram. Uh, he asked, he, he sent me a DM. So, he asked me, Prabhu, um, is it uh, good to do organ donation? Or is it a sin to do organ donation? And he said, that is a mundane philanthropic activity or mundane charity to donate our body organ to them. But there is a higher way one can donate one's organs. So, a devotee, he donates all his organs always. His whole body, his mind, everything is dedicated for the service of the others uh, by preaching Krishna consciousness. Why Why when he is dead and then the organ goes to somebody? No. While he is alive, he is using all his bodily organs in the service of the Lord and he is trying hard to preach Krishna consciousness. So, this is actual organ donation. When he is using all his organs, especially his organ of the tongue, and of course all other organs also so he is every organ of the body is used for saving the soul and even organ donation will not um, guarantee that the person will uh, live even if his life is you know it can you know improve his life for a while but uh, one day he has to die right so where does the soul go after that how is he being helped actually you help him temporarily here you know with an organ but then what will happen after his death? Where he will go? 
so that concern so we should always remain vigilant on this point that our activities are on the platform of the soul which is completely different from the body we should not we should not um, lose track of what we are addressing as devotees we should never lose track of what we are addressing we are addressing the needs of the soul not of the body there are many people who are doing organ donation fine but we as devotees we should know what needs to be actually done what is even higher service than that so that preaching krishna consciousness is the real donation so we should not be oh if you are not doing organ donation oh you are very cruel you know you are, you, are, you have a hard heart and you know. we don't they don't understand so we should know that we are never a devotee is the most soft hearted person he is paradukha dukhi uh, so if they don't understand that's another thing but we should not get confused oh yeah that person said you know devotees are hard hearted you know give he's not supporting organ donation or you know something like that no why 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 we should be confused like that we should know what we are giving it's not that we are not giving anything we will just be you know what is that stingy fellows we don't you know give anything we just take everything only donations and give nothing no we should give liberally we should give but what we are giving we are giving knowledge of krishna and krishna's holy name that we should liberally give always but whether people understand the value of it that is a question but we should not get con- con- uh, confused <clears throat> so people should give up the company of so called yogis gyanis karmis and philanthropists because their association can benefit no one. if one really wants to attain the goal of human life he should associate with devotees of the krishna conscious movement because it is the only movement only movement that teaches one how to develop love of god religion is a special function of human society and it constitutes the distinction between human society and animal society how we are distinct and distinguished from the animals um, because we have religion dharmo hitesham adhiko vishesho dharmasya hina pashubhir samana Animal society has no church, mosque, or religious system. In all parts of the world, however, downtrodden. Uh, in all parts of the world, however down, downtrodden human society may be, there is some system of religion. Even tribal aborigines in the ju- jungles also have a system of religion. When a religious system develops and turns into love of God, it is successful. If one is following some religious system and there is there is no love of God, there is no symptom of love of God. whether it be hindu christian muslim or whatever it is if one is not coming to the platform of love of god then it is failure we have to come to the point of love of god love of god means we love every everyone because everyone is children of god i will not kill automatic see these things are all automatic there are symptoms of a person who has developed love of god he automatically doesn't harm anyone if i am harming someone i haven't understood i haven't come to the conclusion yet proper conclusion so when we come to the point of love of god once we love god we will love everything because everything belongs to god just like a mother uh, she keeps the toys of the child everything nicely and keeps everything the, the mother has nothing to do with the toys personally the mother doesn't play with all those cars and you know the the, the dolls and everything oh, come on it's foolish if anybody if anybody does that she will be admitted into the mental hospital 
but why she takes care of the dolls and all this on this uh, toys of the child because she has love for the child and because the toys belong to the child she also keeps them all nicely so similarly our love is for krishna so then everything belongs to krishna so automatically a devotee you know he he takes care of the everything because everything belongs to krishna and everyone because everyone is children of krishna says sarvayoni shukantaya aham bija pradapita of all species of life i am the father seed giving father so in that way he understands this universal brotherhood uh, <clears throat> because he understands the universal fatherhood of god so then universal brotherhood is a natural consequence so in this way a devotee is never bewildered he is always in fact there was once when prabhupada was walking in the morning he was passing by a house and outside the house there was a tap and the water was dripping he went there and closed the tap well, this is krishna's water we should not waste so you see how everything so because he has nothing nothing to do with their house nothing to do is their tap you know their bill you know go up never mind no he is seeing that krishna's water should not be wasted so in that way a devotee automatically takes care of the entire world not that ruin the world like this you know with pollution and everything until a virus has come and you know stop the pollution and stop the all this uh, nonsense gambling intoxication and you know uh, all these things a devotee automatically does all these things he takes care of the world because it belongs to krishna automatically he is clean he doesn't dirty the place because uh, it is said that a brahmana means if he goes into a room and come when he comes out the room will be cleaner than when he before he went in that is brahmana and that is how a brahmana is so a devotee he takes care of everything because he sees everything as uh, krishna's property so when a religious system develops and turns into love of it is successful as stated in the first canto of shrimadavatam 1.2.6 savai pumsam paro dharmo yato bhakti radhokshaje ahaitu kya pratihata yayatma suprasidati the supreme occupation dharma for all humanity is that by which men can attain to loving devotional service unto the transcendent lord that is the supreme occupation such devotional service must be unmotivated and uninterrupted in order to completely satisfy the self supreme occupation is that by which man can attain to loving devotional service unto the lord if the members of the human society actually want peace of mind tranquility and friendly relations between men and nations they must follow the krishna conscious system of religion by which they can develop their dormant love for krishna the supreme personality of godhead as soon as people do so their minds will immediately be filled with pe- peace and tranquility in this regard shrila bhakti siddhanta saraswati thakur warns all devotees engaged in broadcasting the krishna consciousness movement not to speak to the impersonalist mayavadis who are always determined to oppose such theistic movements so just as much as these six ingredients uh, nourish the um, relations between devotees these can also nourish relations between others so we should not you see now it is prabhupada mentions very nicely that there is no point developing good relations with those who offend krishna those who offend devotees you see now we will uh, this is also an ingredient we should understand that now we understand these are the things that nourish a relationship we should not do these things with those whom we don't want to nourish A, a friendly relation with you may say hey, 
how can that be we should be friendly to all living entities yes we should be but if somebody is a mayavadi impersonalist against krishna atheist or envious towards devotees then we should not we should not be friendly neglect we should um apeksha upeksha means neglect prema maitri kripa upeksha what is that ishvareta dadhineshu balisheshu dvishatsu cha dvishatsu upeksha that means uh, for the those who are envious people especially towards devotees and krishna we have to reject them we have to neglect them we cannot have friendly relations with by doing so we will become implicated perfect example is bhishma dev bhishma dev was the um, you know in the kauravas so he was always on duryodhan side even when draupadi was being disrobed on the, in the court he did not say anything not only that all the wrong things that they did bhishma dev never openly chastised them because he was eating their food and bhishma dev said something very important when he was lying on the bed of arrows you know after in the war of kurukshetra he fell on the 10th day and he was lying on the bed of arrows the war was finished but still he was lying there waiting for the sun to go into the northern hemisphere so once so um during his last few days yudhishthir maharaj came along with the pandavas and krishna and bhishma dev spoke so many things about religion different aspects of religious system so before he started off he said like this that now with these arrows all the blood that has formed within my body because i have eaten the salt of duryodhan has come out now i am free from the contamination of the ill association of duryodhan and now i am qualified to speak about the dharma then he started all the, in fact there is a mahabharat the the, the bhishma parva especially you know how thick it can be two books like this this thick so many things he spoke uh, but before he spoke he said this that I, now that the blood has drained out from my body and this blood was formed because of the food i have eaten from duryodhan uh, now that the blood has gone from my body because of these arrows by krishna's mercy now i am purified and able to speak on religious principles uh, until then he could not speak because of the food he has eaten see how food so that's why we have cannot eat food of a person who is materially contaminated hmm so in broadcast in the krishna consciousness movement not to speak to the impersonalist mayavadis who are always determined to oppose such theistic movements the world is full of mayavadis and atheists and the political parties of the world take advantage of the mayavad and other atheistic philosophies to promote materialism how the how the <laughs> mayavad philosophy gives rise to materialism because mayavad says you have to give up all material life and you know make everything uh, zero how come it supports materialism because for the ordinary people who wants to make life zero the for them <clears throat> because the materialistic people they preach i mean the mayavadis they preach that when you liberate yourself that's it there is no happiness there is no sadness there is no activity there is no you know feelings there is no nothing you just become one with the stupidity so so this stupidity <laughs> will give rise to i mean when you are not doing anything then no feeling you look like you are like a robot like a stone who wants to become a stone nobody is interested 
So the people, oh, this is liberation. I don't want liberation. I rather be in the material world. So the, it promotes materialism in that sense. Mm-hmm. It, the liberation means I stop everything. No, no, no I don't want to stop anything. I, I want to enjoy my senses. I want to be in this material world. So in this way, it, will, it is promoting materialism. And sometimes they, you know, do some, because Mayavadis, they have no spiritual happiness. They just give up material life, but they have no information about spiritual life. You know, how to engage. But devotees, we preach differently. We preach, no, no, you don't stop all your, whatever you are doing. You do everything, even more for Krishna. Enjoy life with Krishna. We don't say, stop all enjoyment, this is all Maya. No, we don't say that. No, we, we don't say, don't dance. No, you don't dance in the pub. You come and dance in the temple. That's all we say. You don't sing the stupid songs out there. You come and sing Hare Krishna. We, we never ask you to stop singing or stop dancing. No. We never ask you to stop eating. Oh, this Mayavad is there. You stop eating and then they meditate. Who? I mean, maybe a select few will want to do it. But then Kleshodhikatara Stesham. They cannot actually control their senses that way. But we don't even ask to people to stop eating. No, come and eat. We are offering love feast. Preeti Bhojanam, come. You eat. You don't eat outside. You, you eat. Don't pay in the restaurant $5 or $10 or $15, 20 $50 or whatever. You come here free, we are giving. Free. Eat. Uh-huh. So, this is... Uh, we are not asking to stop anything. And that's why this movement is attractive and not the Mayavad. And in this way, when, we, when they engage in so many activities, meaningful activities, then they automatically become enlivened. But if I propose something like, hey, stop all, hey, why are you, you know, dancing, stop dancing, why are you singing, stop singing, why are you eating, stop eating, why are you, you know, talking, stop talking, everything stops, 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 who, who wants to do that? I don't want to become a stone. Nobody wants to die like that. That is death. In, a dead man cannot talk, cannot dance, cannot sing, cannot eat, cannot talk. But why, why we should be dead men? We should be more lively. And that is devotional service. Krishna consciousness means more lively. I chant more, I sing more, I dance more, eat more and of course eat less. I mean, <laughs> eat but eat prasadam. Alright? So, eat as much as is necessary. And then, uh, talk more. Talk, go on talking. But don't talk nonsense. So, all, <laughs> all these things are there and devotee's life is full of activity. We are full of activity, we are full of dynamic. Our movement is dynamic. Whereas the Mayavadi movement is dull, it is so dull, dry and dull. Hmm. I, I actually actually happened to come across one explanation of the Shankaracharya's um, Mohamudgara, which is, uh, you know, Bhaja Govindam, Bhaja Govindam, Govindam Bhaja Mudhamate, Samprapte Sannihite Kale, Nahina Hirakshita Dukrankarana. It is actually 33 shlokas are there in that. <laughs> there was an impersonalist who was explaining this, this, um, these 33 verses. So, it was a PDF. So, actually, <laughs> the first, you know, when the word Govindam is there, actually, Sankracharya is Lord Shiva himself. So, although he has presented the Mayavad philosophy on the order of Narayana, he being Lord Shiva, he is the greatest devotee of the Lord, actually. So, <laughs> he wanted to uh, warn all his so-called um, foolish disciples who have accepted his Mayavad philosophy, he said, Oh fool, Bhajagovindam, Bhajagovindam, Govindam, Bhajamudamate, Samprapte, Sannihite Kale, Nahinahirakshiti, Dukrin Karane. You know, all the grammatical, you know, manipulation that I have done to the Vedic texts to, to, uh, to bring out, to churn out some opposite meaning of impersonalism, 
it will not help you at the time of death. That's Bhaja Govindam, worship Govinda. How easy is it to understand? Bhaja Govindam, worship Govinda. But this person said Govinda means some explanation he gave, one long explanation. Somehow to suggest it is impersonal, it is not a person, it is some, some pleasure, sense, something he was saying. I did not even bother, I, was, I read it, I was laughing to myself. What kind of nonsense explanation? Bhaja Govindam, it is very straightforward. That's why when Sarvabhaum Bhattacharya was speaking to Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, for seven days he was explaining Vedas. <laughs> Chaitanya Mahaprabhu said, the shlokas are all very easy to understand, but your explanation is I could not, I could not understand. Of course, Chaitanya Mahaprabhu could understand what he was talking about. He understood that he was speaking nonsense. So, actually they did not make any sense, logical sense. It is very straightforward, the, the wording is very straightforward, but turned out another meaning, you know. So, it twist and turn, manipulate the grammar. Like for example, Nirakar. The Lord is described in many, way, in many parts of the Vedas as Nirakar. Nirakar, Nir, Nir means, it's actually Nih. Nih means, Nih and Akar means become Nirakar. So, it can have two meanings. Akar means form and the God is described as Nirakar. So, Nih means also two things. Nir means negation, that means he has no form or Nih means the highest in the superlative degree. Like, Nishreyasaya Vishaya Khalu Sarvatasya, Nishreyasaya. Nishreyasaya means the highest benefit. Shreya means already um, uh, ultimate benefit. Nishreyasaya means topmost ultimate benefit. So, that Nih means always a superlative degree. And Nih means also negation. In both ways, it means only one thing. Nirakar means, in, if it is used in the form of negation, no Akar. He has no form. That means he has no form like us. And Nir Akar, the superlative, he has an Akar, he has a form which is the best of forms. Kandar Prakoti Kamaniya Vishesha Shobham. Unmatched loveliness. His form is the embodiment of uninterrupted and un- unmatched beauty. So that also means Nirakar. So in this way it has to be properly explained. But uh, Shankaracharya, he chose the meaning Nirakar means uh, no form. Instead of saying no material form, because Akar, usually Akar, people in the material world, um, if they say Akar means, oh, something that we can see, like, you know, like any material thing, like my body or anything, anything material, which has Akar. They will think that the Lord's body is also like that, material. <coughs> Satchidananda Vigraha, spiritual body, he has a body which is completely cannot be found in this material world. So therefore, he has no form in the material world. He has no form made out of material elements. So therefore, that is Nirakar. And then, the other meaning is Nirakar, the best of forms, the highest form. Tejo yatte rupam kalyan tamam in the Ishopanishad, it is said. Um, what is that? Pushanne karshe Yamasurya Prajapatya Vyuharashmin Samuha Tejo Yatte Rupam Kalyanatamam Tatte Pashami Yosavasau Purusha Sohamasmi 16th verse in the Ishopanishad. Uh, it's the best of forms. Kalyanatamam, the most auspicious form. So that is Upanishad, that is considered Shruti, which is which was translated by Shankracharya, but he translated in an impersonal way. So you see, this is the thing. So they have manipulated. So 
Sankracharya said, Bhajagovindam, Bhajagovindam, you just worship Govinda, you fool, you, all this manipulation of grammar will not make you understand anything, it will not help you at the time of death. But that simple verse, actually that Mohamudgara, the 33 verses, are so simple to understand that even a child can recite them. It is very short, very rhyming and very meaningful and very, very strong in the language. It is not, a, it is not soft in any way. Mohamudgara, it is called. Mudgara means hammer. Moha means illusion. It is a hammer to beat the illusion out of us. So, a hammer is not, when you hit with a hammer, it's not going to be soft. So, all the verses are very strong language. But, the truth, strong truth, hard talk, yeah, not sweet talk. So, <clears throat> this is the thing, Mayavadis, when Mayavadis explain in a very, very, you know, just Govinda, he was explaining in so complicated way, that it did, uh, when after the full explanation, it did not make any sense at all. That is the kind of explanations they give, Mayavadis. No, no brains, because no brains, we have never taken shelter uh, at the um, lotus feet of Krishna. Mannati Mama Buddha, what is that? Um, uh, Moksha, what is that? 10 to 32. <laughs> They think they are liberated. Avishuddha buddhi. You see this. Ye nera vindaksha vimukta maninas. Ye nera vindaksha vimukta maninas. Tvayyasta bhavad avishuddha buddhaya vimukta maninas. They think they are liberated. But they are avishuddha buddhaya. Their intelligence is impure. It's contaminated. Aruhya Krachrena Parampadam Tataha Patantya Dhonadrita Yushmadangraya. Someone may, may say that aside from devotees who always seek shelter at the Lord's lotus feet, there are those who are not devotees but who have accepted different processes for attaining salvation. What happens to them? In answer, in answer to this question, Lord Brahma and the other demigods said, O Lotus Eyed Lord, although non devotees who accept severe austerities and penances to achieve the highest position may think themselves liberated, their intelligence is impure. They fall down from their posi- position of imagined superiority. They are not actually superior. They are imagined superiority because they have no regard for your lotus feet. This is Mayavadis. So, therefore, we should not cultivate relationship with them. It is destructive for our devotional advancement. It is said in one place, Prabhupada says, that even a Mahabhagavat, if he associates closely with Mayavadis, he may fall down. You know, that much it is said. <clears throat> so, the political parties of the world take advantage of Mayavad and other atheistic philosophies to promote materialism. Sometimes they even back a strong party to oppose the Krishna consciousness movement. The Mayavadis and other atheists do not want the Krishna consciousness movement to develop because it educates people in God consciousness, such is the policy of atheists. So, sometimes the Mayavadis they back a political party which is against you know, theistic uh, uh, religious groups. These all things happen, you know, in dirty politics. Uh, <clears throat> in India, actually, even now it is happening like that. Uh, so, anyway, I do not want to wish, I do not wish to go much into the details, but this is the way of Mayavadis. Such is the policy of atheists. There is no benefit in feeding a snake milk and bananas. Because the snake will never be satisfied 
on the contrary by taking milk and bananas the snake simply becomes more poisonous kevalam vishavardhanam kevalam vishavardhanam by by oh let me be compassionate to the snake give milk i only vishavardhanam the, the the poison will increase in the snake if a snake is given milk to drink its poison simply increases for a similar reason we should not disclose our minds to the serpent mayavadis and karmis mayavadis and karmis uh, they are compared to snakes उपदेशो हि मूर्खा प्रकोपा न शात पायल विषवर्धन चाणक्य पंडित नीतिशास्त्र पाय पान भुजंगा पाय भुजंगा केवल विषवर्धन उपदेशो हि मूर्खा प्रकोपा न शात इफ यू गिव इंस्ट्रक्शन टू अ फूल हिव गेट एंग्री इफ यू गिव गुड इंस्ट्रक्शन टू अ फूल हिव गेट एंग्री जस्ट लाइक इफ यू गिव नाइस मिल्क टू अ स्नेक इट्स पॉइजन ओनली इंक्रीज सो दिस इज द नीति चाणक्य नीति सो उपदेशो हि मूर्खा प्रकोपा न शात पय पान भुजंगा केवल विषवर्धन सच डिस्क्लोजर्स सो गुह्यमाख्याति पृछति कॉन्फिडेंशियल इंक्वायरिंग फ्रॉम डिवोटीज इज टू बी डन बट दट सेम कॉन्फिडेंशियल इंक्वायरी शुड नॉट बी डन टू विथ नॉन डिवोटीज वी शुड नॉट so poison simply increases for the same reason we should not disclose our minds to the serpent mayavadis and karmis such closures will never help it is best to avoid association with them completely and never ask them about anything confidential because they cannot give good advice this is shri bhakti siddhant saraswati thakur's recommendation so nor should we extend invitations to mayavadis and atheists nor accept their invitations for by such intimate intermingling we may become affected by their atheistic mentality sangat sanjayate kamah our desires develop according to our association so uh, because suppose for example we extend an invitation to a mayavadi suppose a mayavadi leader please come to our society our festival he will come then he will say you also please come to our festival then how what do you want to say oh he came no we should also be nice to him we should also go ah finish finish then we go there when, and what happens we are going to participate in his all his mayavadi nonsense whatever he is going to do we have to participate with him so this is what <coughs> um is the problem you know once once what happened shri prabhupad was in japan tokyo and an indian man he organized the program so prabhupad went there that man said Uh, he promised to the devotees that uh, he will donate some building for the temple and uh, he organized the program and invited prabhupad also because he invited the devotees to invite prabhupad and prabhupad went there but that man indian man he had a guru also that some mayavadi guru so first when the when the program started so prabhupad started speaking uh, they did kirtan first and then prabhupad started speaking and everything then uh, it was a chance for the mayavadi person to speak prabhupada did not get out of the chair he did not get down the chair 
He did not give the person a chance, chance to speak. Then they were requesting Prabhupada, then please, uh, he, he, he will sit down. Prabhupada was just like, <laughs> he, was not, he was not getting up the chair at all. He did not, because he, if, he, if he starts speaking, he will speak nonsense. So then the Mayavadi, you know, it could not be done, so already humiliated. But still, he just uh, sta- stood there and started speaking. And he was speaking for five minutes. After five minutes, Prabhupada told the devotees, start Kirtan, start Kirtan. And there was a loud Kirtan and the whole Mayavadi, the, the, the person's speech could not even be heard and then it was stopped and everything. And the man who was very offended and he said, I don't want to donate this temple to the devotees anymore. <clears throat> and Prabhupada said, um, uh, of course, he, he the program finished and then when devotees, I mean, when everything was finished, then that man told the devotees, I don't want to donate to your to your guru, this time, this building. Prabhupada said, Prabhupada told the devotees, I don't want his building also. It doesn't matter. Anyway, he was not going to give. So, the, Prabhupada, even at that point, he did not compromise on the, even there was a so-called promise of, uh, you know, uh, donation to a temple, you know, by Mayavad. He did not want to give a chance to the Mayavad speaker to speak. After all Prabhupada has spoken, then if we, if we, just, if we just undo all that, then what is the point in Prabhupada speaking? That's why Prabhupada never wanted to, sometimes, you know, we are asked to come to attend the Gita Jayanti celebrations here in Singapore. All kinds of Mayavadi groups and everybody, you know, and bogus gurus, babas, you know, amma, whatever, everybody comes there. And they also ask us to participate. We never participate. We never participate because Prabhupada did not ever want to be mixed up with these people. He did not want to, he did not want to be one of them at all. He wanted to always maintain a distinct identity. I am not one of these people. He said, I am the only one in India, Prabhupada said in one time, I am the only one in India who is criticizing everything that falls short of complete surrender to Krishna. Uh, uh, not only Mayavad and anything, but everything that come, falls complete, falls short to complete um, surrender to Krishna. Falls short of complete surrender to Krishna. So, that is Prabhupada's standpoint always. He is always for the truth. Even if you become unpopular with that, doesn't matter. Doesn't matter at all. We have to speak the truth. Hmm. It is not that we want to pick fights. No, <laughs> of course not. But we cannot compromise. Uh, when when we are in a situation, we cannot compromise. <clears throat> I think it is good to visit this verse. See, this is Kanto 10, Chapter 44, Text 10 of Srimad Bhagavatam. Nasabham pravishet pragya sabhyadoshan anusmaran abruvan vibruvan nagyo narakil bishamashnute. A wise person should not enter an assembly if he knows the participants there are committing acts of impropriety. And if having entered such an assembly he fails to speak the truth, speaks falsely or pleads ignorance, he will certainly incur sin. If Prabhupada was just nice to that person, <laughs> okay, you also speak, you know, okay, you speak nonsense, never mind, you speak, then what is the point? He is not doing any service. It is, a, it is a disservice. So, it may look like cordial, but actually it is a disservice. So, when we have cordial dealings with dangerous people, who actually do disservice to the people at large, then we also get implicated in that disservice. So, we can't be cordial with those people. 
we just have to maintain our distance from them so that is how we have to learn to deal so now that we will know that these are ingredients of a relationship we should not do this with people who are undesirable in in krishna conscious progress so nor should we extend invitations to mayavadis and atheists nor accept their invitations for by such by such intimate intermingling we may become affected by the atheistic mentality it is the negative injunction of this verse that we should refrain from giving anything to or accepting anything from the mayavadis and atheists this verse says the positive way okay this we should do to cultivate the relationship the negative then it is a negative injunction of this verse that we should refrain from giving injun- uh, giving anything to or accepting anything from the mayavadis and atheists so the same thing should not be done to uh, unworthy association shri chaitanya mahaprabhu has also warned vishairanna khaile dushta hoyman by eating food prepared by worldly people one's mind becomes wicked unless one is very advanced he is unable to utilize everyone's contribution to further the krishna consciousness movement therefore on principle one should not accept charity from the mayavadis or atheists indeed shri chaitanya mahaprabhu has forbidden devotees to associate even with ordinary men who are too addicted to material sense gratification hmm. so on principle we have to avoid of course we do not know what kind of people we have and who gives donation as long as he gives donation and goes he should not be allowed for a reciprocation in the in the sense that we should allow him to speak or we should allow him to that cannot be done if he gives donation that's good for him once what happened <laughs> another hilarious uh, incident shri prabhupad was given one uh, swami ji gave some pamphlets for his uh, program some mayavadi program some not even the shankracharya's kind of mayavadi it's some cheap script you know like i'll give you some mantra you pay me and i'll give you i'll make you god something like or it was something like a yoga like normal yoga or something like this which was not anything to do with krishna consciousness so he had given his some pamphlets to the devotees uh, you please pass it around among your members you know like that and proper accepted all right thank thank you thank you then uh, when the prasadam time came Prabhupada said, where is that pamphlet? <laughs> he, he used it as a prasadam plate. <laughs> Eat from there. <laughs> so, he made that into a, you know, some small sweets and everything. So, usually, you know, in India, you know, they will make it into a, a paper, you know, they will fold and some prasadam is there. So, he said, where is that? Where is that pamphlets? <laughs> the devotee should already distribute, distribute everybody. Now, all the devotees ate on that. <laughs> some dry prasadam of course if you pour dal on that it will be everything will be you know mushy but it was some dry prasadam so he said distribute this paper and then everybody ate on that so that's how you see how prabhupad engaged that person in krishna consciousness now <laughs> ordinarily it looks totally rude <laughs> totally rude i mean he gave a pamphlet to distribute among your members and you ate on it so is rude but if you see from this point of view of krishna consciousness we cannot have this cordial dealings we cannot allow this to we cannot allow his message which is against krishna's message to be distributed among people but somehow or other krishna even used that also in krishna's service in this way so in that way what actually happened spiritually materially cordially etiquette wise it looks different it looks rude right but actually no it actually helped him because that person 
his paper of whatever it was it became used in the service of devotees so he was benefited in fact so these subtle nuances of association we have to know another example i will give you so i have given this many times but maybe some of you haven't have not heard it but <clears throat> this when this happened so prabhupada was in this car and the devotee was driving the car so he was on this lane and on the on the on the adjacent lane two lanes were there so another car was going and in behind somebody honked ping ping and then the car gave went to the other lane gave way to this this and then this happened to be a truck and it was a f- frozen meat truck it was advertised there on the truck frozen meat so it was a frozen meat truck and that was the vehicle that was honking ping ping and then that car gave way and then this meat truck gave went forward accelerated so prabhupada said you see that car driver he is also implicated in that meat distribution because he gave way to that meat distrib- meat truck and now it has become faster for the meat truck to reach the destination and for that reason this this person in this car who has given way he is also implicated in that meat distribution see how nuanced uh, the laws are so to this extent we have to understand how the laws actually work and at one point uh, it was i think a railway station or an airport um i think it was railway station i don't know i don't remember so prabhupada had to wait so the train did not come or the plane did not come so prabhupada had to wait and then the devotee said okay let's sit at this cafe until the train comes prabhupada said no 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 we can't sit here just by sitting in that place we will accept the karma of the place so we can't sit even at the, at the place uh, so this much we have to so i can't say um, you know some business meeting okay let's meet at mcdonalds uh, that is a common thing you know let's meet at uh, what is it um, coffee shop um, starbucks or anything like that or mcdonalds or kfc no we can't me okay i won't eat prabhu i won't i won't eat. or i will eat maybe i will eat only that potato fry what is that called um, potato chips not chips you know what is it french fries so uh, i will eat that prabhu i that vegetarian only uh, that oil which they are using is not vegetarian my dear it is meat oil sometimes it is also pig oil uh, so you, you what are you eating you know and then you are eating from a place where it was so contaminated we can't even sit there Hmm. this is how association is contaminating because if if i sit there <clears throat> i may not eat anything but i will agree it is said um maunam ardhangikaram that means silence is half acceptance that means uh, just by sitting there i am kind of endorsing that place correct and that itself if somebody says hey prabhuth but i saw that devotee was sitting no in that restaurant in mcdonald's that means mcdonald's must be bona fide no you see i am giving a wrong impression to people it may not be devotee it may not be outsiders oh devotee is oh hari krishna oh, you are sitting in mcdonald's oh good 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 ah, okay. so, what is in his mind then oh yeah devotee also can you know, there is nothing wrong so mcdonald's is okay if a devotee doesn't sit there no i can't sit here sorry why and then you when you say it oh this is sin this is oh then he will remember for the rest of his life whether he likes it or not this another thing 
but he will remember for the rest of his life. Right? So that is what we want. We don't want to endorse anything. And also it is called Granam Ardhabhojanam. Granam means to smell. His Ardhabhojanam is half eating already. Um, so by smelling, when you are sitting there, you have to smell. And you smell all the meat, you smell all these things. And then Ardhabhojanam, it is a half acceptance. Wow, the smell was nice. Wow. Okay, I should not eat. Oh, never mind. No, what happened there? I have accepted the association of that place. You know? Oh, that ba- or if I go into a bakery, oh, nice smell, bro. The eggs are cooking there and everything, and then I say, nice smell. What is, what is going on? I am accepting. And in that way, I am going against Krishna. So, all these things we have to remember and apply. So, we will go to that verse now. Vishayir anna khailem malin man. You see this? Vishera Anna Khaile Malin Hoy Man Malin Man Hoyle Nahe Krishna Smaran. This is Chetana Charitamrita Antya Lila. Sixth chapter, verse 278. When one eats food offered by a materialistic man, one's mind becomes contaminated and when the mind is contaminated, one is unable to think of Krishna properly. So, in the purport, Srila Bhaktisiddhanta Saraswati Thakur suggests that people who are materialistically inclined and Sahajiyas or so-called Vaishnavas who take everything very casually are both Vishayis or materialists. Eating food offered by them causes contamination and as a result of such contamination, even a serious devotee becomes like a materialistic man. There are six kinds of association, giving charity, accepting charity, accepting food, offering food, talking confidentially and inquiring confidentially. See, that is today's verse. One should very carefully avoid associating with both the Sahajiyas who are sometimes known as Vaishnavas and the non-Vaishnavas or Avaishnavas and also Mayavadis. Their association changes the transcendental devotional service of Lord Krishna into sense gratification and when sense gratification enters the mind of a devotee, he is contaminated. The materialistic person who aspires after sense gratification cannot properly think of Krishna. And here, Vishayra Anna Hoy Rajas Nimantran Data Bhokta Duhar Malin Hoy Man When one accepts an invitation from a person contaminated by the material mode of passion, the person who offers the food and the person who accepts it are both mentally contaminated. Srila Bhaktivinoda Thakur says that there are three varieties of invitations, those in the mode of goodness, those in passion and those in ignorance. An invitation accepted from a pure devotee is in the mode of goodness. An invitation accepted from a person of who is pious but is materially attached is in the mode of passion. And see, even the pious person in the, in the material world is also in the mode of passion, Rajasigna Mantran. And an invitation accepted from a person who is materially very sinful is in the mode of ignorance. So, see, these are the things we have to keep in mind. How we are associating. Hmm. Unless one is very advanced, he is unable to utilize everyone's contribution to further the Krishna consciousness movement. Therefore, on principle, one should not accept charity from the Mayavadis or atheists. Indeed, Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu has forbidden devotees to associate with even even with ordinary men who are too addicted to material sense gratification. Another example I will give you of Prabhupada's um, Leela. 
once uh, the devotees uh, brought a contribution from a gynecologist. So, a gynecologist is a woman's doctor uh, dealing with the uh, woman's reproductory organ, specialist in that. So, these gynecologists usually they have to do a lot of abortions. <clears throat> so, when the devotees told him, uh, Prabhupada, this is the donation from that uh, doctor who is a gynecologist. Prabhupada said, I don't want to touch it. Put it immediately inside a donation box. Immediately. Now, don't touch it. He, he knew the money that was coming from that person is so sinful. Of course, when it comes to Krishna, it's, it's, it's purified. So, Prabhupada said, immediately put it in the donation box. No, I don't want to touch it even. So, you know, that, that contamination that is there of a materialist is unbearable. A devotee only knows that. Once uh, Jagannath Das Babaji also, uh, um, somebody gave donation to Jagannath Das Babaji. He did not uh, want it. He took the money and then he fed all the Vaishnavas. But one rupee, I think one ana or something, one, one coin was kept by his uh, servant, Bihari, um, Bihari Das. He was a personal servant of Jagannath Das Babaji, his disciple. And Bihari Das was a very strong and stout man. He used to carry the Jagannath Das Babaji on a basket. And Jagannath Das Babaji was very, very old, over 100 years old. Then he was carrying like this and going everywhere. Anywhere he wants to go, he used to carry him like that. Very strong and stout man. So, he was keeping this coin with him. And Jagannath Das Babaji felt something is wrong. No, did you, is there, is there any money with you? And then he said, uh, yes, I have this one Anna I, I kept from that donation of that person. The rest all we use for, uh, you know, uh, feeding the Vaishnavas. But uh, this one coin I kept, maybe for you know, any emergency we need. No, 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 take it out. I, I, I don't want this money. I cannot bear the weight of this money. So, you know, that much he is not interested. Of course, when used for Krishna's service, he used to. Anyway, it gives donation, he will feed the Vaishnavas with that money. Uh, cook nice prasadam and feed the Vaishnavas. But... He did not want to use anything for himself. <clears throat> so, for Krishna, yes, we accept donations from whoever, but we should not accept personally, uh, um, you know, an invitation or, you know, eat their food and all these things. Preeti Lakshanam, no. We offer them, okay, you come and I have prasadam and you hear our philosophy. You don't agree, you get out. Up to you. The door is open. But we are not going to accept your philosophy. We are not going to accept your food. That is clear. For devotees, we have to be very, very clear on this aspect of association. Even to the extent of, we have already studied that demigod prasadam, also we cannot accept because it is not properly offered and there are so many anomalies in there. So, we have already explained that in the prasadam video. So, unless one is very advanced, so this is there. Indeed, Sri Chaitanya Prabhu has forbidden devotees to associate even with ordinary men who are too addicted to material sense gratification. The conclusion is that we should always keep company with devotees, observe the regulative principle, devotional principles, follow in the footsteps of the Acharyas and in full obedience carry out the orders of the spiritual master. In this way, we shall be able to develop our devotional service and dormant Krishna consciousness. The devotee who is neither a neophyte nor a Mahabhagavat, that means he is not third class devotee, he is not first class devotee. That means a greatly advanced devotee, who is Mahabhagavad, but is within the middle status of devotional service, is expected to love the Supreme Personality of Godhead, make friends with the devotees and show favour to the ignorant and reject the jealous and demoniac. Okay, I hope you understand this. What is this? Devotee is neither a neophyte nor a Mahabhagavad. So, 
if you are not clear just let us solidify that understanding. So, this is explained in the 11th canto, second chapter verses 45, 46, 47, the three classes of devotees. Sri Haviruvacham, Sarvabhuteshu Yahapashyad Bhagavad Bhavamatmanaha, Bhutani Bhagavat Yatmani, Esha Bhagavat Ottamaha. This is the first class devotee. The most advanced devotee can see within everything the soul of all souls, the Supreme Personality of Godhead Shri Krishna. Consequently, he sees systematically everything in relation to the Supreme Lord and understands that everything that exists is eternally situated within the Lord. So, he is completely Krishna conscious. Nothing can separate his vision from Krishna. He is always seeing Krishna in everything. He is the most advanced devotee. This is Prabhupada's position and Bhaktisiddhanta and all the Parampara Acharyas. Now, there is second class devotee who is not as advanced, but he is also very fixed up. Hmm? But he is not on that level of completely seeing Krishna everywhere. But he is a preacher. One second. Hmm. So, this is the 46th verse. Ishvareta dathineshu balisheshu dvishat sucha prema maitre kripopeksha yahkaroti samadhyamaha. Madhyamaha means middle class devotee. Usually, you know, there is a rich class, middle class family, lower income class. So, more, I mean, materialistic civilization, whether elite or middle class or lower class, according to money, they, they classify according to money. Whereas, in devotional service also, we have classification according to the devotion of the person. So, the intermediate or second class or middle class devotee called Madhyama Adhikari offers his love to the Supreme Personality of Godhead. So, he does four things. He offers his love to the Supreme Personality of Godhead. So, he is trying to develop his love and he is engaging in service of the Lord and different types of seva. Shows, uh, sorry, is a sincere friend to all the devotees of the Lord. Maintains friendly relations with devotees and observing all the rules of Vaishnava etiquette. Then, shows mercy to ignorant people who are innocent. So, he preaches to the innocent people by giving them holy name, by giving them knowledge, by giving them prasadam. He gives knowledge also to devotees also, to junior devotees gives knowledge. With senior devotees he inquires, with um, friendly, I mean with same age devotees or same level of advancement, he shares again Krishna nectar in, in, a, in, a, in a friendly way. But he disregards those who are envious of the Supreme Personality of Godhead. He disregards them. So, as a preacher, this is what, this is uh, should be the behavior of a preacher. Then there is a third class devotee who is not on the first class platform, not even on the second class platform. He cannot distinguish who is a devotee, who is a not devotee, who is envious, he cannot even distinguish properly. He sometimes is envious of the Vaishnavas but is friendly to the non-devotees. His behavior is just you know completely chaotic. But if he is in proper guidance of proper devotees, then he can advance to the second class and eventually to the first class devotee. So, archayame vaharaye, pujam yashraddhaye hate, natad bhakteshu chanyeshu sabhakta prakrita smritaha. A devotee who faithfully engages in the worship of the deity in the temple but does not behave properly toward other devotees or people in general is called a prakrita bhakta, a materialistic devotee and is considered to be in the lowest position. 
when we say he does not behave properly toward other devotees or people in general it means not just that oh he is always you know not properly uh, shouting at them not only that he does not behave properly with toward other devotees that, that can also mean that he doesn't engage in these six things with the devotees he doesn't offer them prasadam he doesn't accept prasadam from them or he doesn't reveal his mind to the devotees this is also not behaving properly towards devotees not revealing one's minds not inquiring confidentially not listening to when the devotees are explaining you know guhyamakhyati prichhati and also um, what is that dadati pratigrahanati not offering anything to devotees uh, as a donation uh, these all things also constitute not behaving properly toward other devotees this is transgressing vaishnava etiquette so, so there are so many um, uh, items to be observed in vaishnava etiquette this sh- sh- there should be a whole seminar on vaishnava etiquette actually so many things that we should be very careful in the association of devotees that we should not offend them so we may offend them in this way and when it says he does not behave properly with people in general that can also mean not just shouting at them you know no he may be very nice to them very nice to them and behave in an ill mannered way with the devotees uh, that is also not properly behaving if i have been very nice and you know, accept their invitation and eat with them and you know, okay okay you know i'm a devotee but you know so called devotee but i'm going there okay, I, I want to preach to him you know I, i will eat with him in mcdonalds and over the lunch table we will i'll preach to him he doesn't know how to do things he doesn't know the vidhi you know and especially if he doesn't have guidance proper guidance he can easily make all these mistakes all these mistakes so he does not know how to behave properly what is the what should be avoided what should be accepted he does not know so he does f- uh, acceptable things with forbidden people and forbidden things with acceptable people so that is also ill behavior Mm. so it goes both ways so a devotee who is inexperienced in the science of devotional service he will he may do like this so sometimes a de- uh, so he may so see this is where we can make mistakes when observing devotees especially if you are inexperienced now a, f- a third class devotee would accept an invitation from a if he doesn't understand the importance he may accept the invitation from a materialist and he may go there and eat with him and as i said preach to him over mcdonald's dinner but actually what is happening is he is already getting preached to by sitting in the mcdonald's by eating with him everything he is already accepting the association so he does not know how to distinguish or he does not know how to explain properly so now he looks more friendly than the second class devotee who neglects the mayavadis or the impersonalists so the third class devotee sometimes say, oh, how you can you know how can be so cruel you know you, you have to you have to be friendly with everybody you know vidya vinay sampanne brahmane gavihastini shunicheva swapakecha even a dog eater and a brahmana he is eating dogs but you know still he is he is equal seeing equal is one thing uh, that means equal means tiger and man is also equal right you embrace a tiger no why why don't you embrace a tiger uh, there there is distinction so this the, equal means we have to understand it is equal but then how we have to behave with each and every one according to their modes we have to behave accordingly if we can preach yes we will preach if we cannot preach then we have to neglect if he is envious person or something if he is dragging me from my devotional platform to his platform uh, then i have to avoid him so that so called cruelty is not actually cruelty because he, he does not know how to do it he thinks sometimes that's why the, the third class devotee 
tries to imitate the first class devotee, seeing everybody equal. That is the first class devotee's platform, when he sees everybody equal and he doesn't make any distinction. In fact, he sees everybody is more qualified than me. So, sometimes third class devotee, without knowing all these nuances of association, he may behave like a so-called imitate the behavior of first class devotee, but he will fall down. That you will see in the to- tomorrow's verse, in the fifth fifth uh, verse of the nectar of instruction bhaktivinoda thakur very clearly explains we will since we will go that uh, go i mean read that tomorrow i will not go through in detail on that today but i will i'm just mentioning it now tomorrow we will go through that more detail in a more um, detailed manner so this is these are the three classes of devotees so coming back so the devotee who is neither a neophyte neophyte means um, uh, just a beginner. Neophyte always fights. No. He's new and he fights. A neophyte. I mean, I mean, it's a good way to remember. If you don't know, if you have never heard the word neophyte, he is new and is he's new to devotional service and he will fight with others, you know, other devotees. And he will maybe maintain good relations or sometimes he doesn't know how to preach. He just fights with somebody, a new person. That can also happen. Not just maintaining nice devo- nice relationship with materialists and accepting their invitations, but also it can be instead of preaching to him in a, in a in a proper way, he just like he doesn't do it properly and then maybe upsets the person or something like that. But the message should be proper. Sometimes a person may get, may get upset of, for no reason also. So that doesn't matter. Main thing is he should not deviate on what he is speaking from the shastras and Krishna and Sadhu. That should be very clear. <clears throat> the devotee who is neither a neophyte nor a Mahabhagavat, greatly advanced devotee, but is within the status of devotional service, is expected to love the Supreme Personality of Godhead, make friends with devotees, show favor to the ignorant and reject the jealous and demoniac. In this verse, there is brief mention of the process of making loving transactions with the Supreme Personality of Godhead and making friends with the devotees. According to the Dadati principle, an advanced devotee is supposed to spend at least 50% of his income on the service of the Lord and his devotees. So, 50% of one's income should be in the service of the Lord. So, Dadati. So, that should that is actual standard. Hmm. We have to always aspire to come to the standard. Even if we cannot do it right away, we should always, you know, aspire to the standard. 50% to be given to the temple, to the Krishna conscious temple. Srila Rupa Goswami has set such an example in life. When he decided to retire, he distributed 50% of his life's earnings to Krishna's service and 25% to his relatives and kept 25% for personal emergencies. This example should be followed by all devotees. See, Whatever one's income, 50% should be spent on behalf of Krishna and his devotees and this will fulfill the demands of the Dati. <laughs> that, may, that may be very, wow, this is so much. If, what is surrender? Surrender means 100%. But because in Grihastha life, there is other, there are other considerations, so therefore 50% to the temple. For Brahmachari, Vanaprastha and Sanyas, 100% of their life. The, the whole thing is here only. No, they have no other life other than this. So, 50% of one's income. So, the thing is, we should always aspire to do more and more. Not how less I can give. No, how much I can give. Hmm. That is Dadati. That is proper cultivation of relationship with the Lord, with the devotee. In the next verse, Srila Rupa Goswami informs us what kind of Vaishnava should be selected as a friend and how Vaishnavas should be served. 
this is even more nuance next verse so we will go through that tomorrow so any questions or comments in this verse some questions Hmm. So, question, as Devaki and Vasudev did tapasya for 12,000 years to get Krishna as son, then what did Yashoda and Nanda did? They are already Nitya Siddhas, they are in the Krishna Loka always. They come with Krishna whenever he comes down. I suggest the devotees to ask relevant questions related to the topic as that will enhance the understanding of the subject that is being discussed because um, otherwise it will distract. We want to keep the session particularly on the, the six ingredients of association and any related questions. So, if there is not related questions, um, you can ask but not on this platform. You can always ask us. You know. And anyway, the answer to this is that they are always eternal associates. Sunita Sharma. What to do if relatives ask for donation for good causes, hospitals, schools, etc.? But your donation might be used to give meat to patients, students, etc. Hard to refuse to give some small donation. So, <laughs> so you should preach to them what is donation. You should show the Shastra. Okay, come, come. Uh, let me show you something. And show them. So, because it becomes difficult to deal with such people because we are not on the same platform now. You know? So, they are speaking from one platform, you are speaking from another platform. So, there has to be some understanding between the two. So, we have to explain to them what actually Shastra says. So, on the 9th chapter, you can show the 9th chapter 27th verse of Bhagavad Gita. Yat karoshi yad ashnasi yad juhoshi dadasi yad tapasyasi kaunte yad tatkurushvam adarpanam. So, you say, I have no problems in giving. But you see these causes, we must explain to them. We see these causes. How are they really helping? Are they helping the soul? So, the soul is suffering. So, this is a chance for preaching. So, in this way, we have to start preaching to them. Hmm. So, the soul is suffering despite whether they are hospitals or schools or what, the soul is suffering and life after life. And the soul is what to, it needs to be saved and Krishna is giving Bhagavad Gita the directions. So, when people ask, then you show the Bhagavad Gita. You see, this is how we have to donate. I have no problems in donating. But see, Krishna is giving the cause of where to donate and where not to. Because if this if this money is given to some meat eater, then I am also implicated in that. You are also implicated. And why we should be implicated in sin? So, we have to give up this thing. So, in this way, we can start preaching. If we don't preach, then we will all face difficulty in, in dealing with these people. So, we can tell them nicely. Sit, sit down and make them explain. So, this, this is what I have learnt. You see, from Bhagavad Gita, we have nice directions. Let me show you something. Then you show all these things. So, once we show and explain like this, then they will also understand. Either they will accept and give up their, and you know, give up their fundraising initiatives or if they choose not to accept, they know that they should not ask you again. <laughs> so, anyway, in either way, you have protected yourself and you have tried to help that person both ways. So, if, he, if the person gets helped, well and good. But, you know, if they are adamant about their viewpoints and they don't want to change, then, you know, at least they know that they should not ask you again. They know what you stand for and you very strongly stand for it. 
But if we are weak and, um, um, no, this time, no, I, I, will, I will look, uh, next time maybe I, I will. If we, if, we, if we say like that, first of all, it is, you know, we are, we are look like, it looks like we are the ones who are uh, not having a good heart. And um, they will see that uh, what kanjusi people are these, you know, they just for $10 also they cannot give. So that they, they will think like this. And then you are also not preaching and that's why Krishna is also not satisfied. So, but these are actually opportunities for preaching. So, take it in that way, positive way. So, turn the tables around and then put them in, 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 a, in the receiving end. So, ask them, you see, this is the thing. So, we should not be participating in these things. Where is the money going and how are they actually using it? And this education actually is taking people away from God consciousness. Even if it is for a school, for example. Where is God being taught? Where is the science of God being taught in the schools nowadays? The Gurukul system has completely been replaced by material education. So, you know, they anyway have funding with government, whatever they, they will get somehow or other. But devotees have to be given. That knowledge is being spread by devotees, so they have to be given donations. So, I have no problem donating generously to the Krishna Consciousness Movement. But this, I am very sorry, because of these considerations, I also implore you also to understand these things, so that it, it will benefit you also. So, in this way we can explain to them. Um, Ananya, Bhaktin Ananya, can we donate body for medical students for anatomy study? Uh, some are wishes here to give their, some wish to give their body after their death for the study of medical students. No, we don't do like this. This is not our style. Our Vedic system is, while living, we engage in the service of the society by distributing Krishna in the way of holy name, knowledge, prasadam. After death, the ashes are to put in the Ganga river. That is what we do. Not all this, you know, anatomy. We are not into this. They may do any, anything. It is all about the body, about the soul. We have to do about the soul. So, our Vedic uh, cremation rites, what are they? We will follow that. Because that is given by Krishna. So, that is what we will follow. Uh, again, Sunita Sharma. If we have dealings with Mayavadis, we become implicated. What about having dealings with Iskon devotees? Good question. So, the same thing applies. I have known some devotees um, who have been friendly to other devotees in Iskon. And usually what happens is, um, they also start to, hey, after all they are nice people only. You know, They don't see the obvious um, offense that is going on. That is, Prabhupada has said that I am the Guru and all of you are supposed to be my disciples. And they have all these Gurus who are presented in Iskon. And then it's so obvious, that is that is a fundamental base. They have, they have already disobeyed there. And now they have a so-called society and then they have all these friendly dealings. So when I deal friendly, with in, uh, having friendly dealings with them, what happens is, I start to, oh, you know, you know, she's friendly, you know, or he's friendly. And in that way, you know, I will just maintain good relations. And then, in this way, if I don't preach to them, there is nothing wrong in being friendly. But, you have to pull them to the right understanding. First of all, be convinced with Shastric evidence. Of course, the, the Iskon devotees also say that we, the followers of Ritvik system, we are offenders. We always uh, engage in Ninda. Uh, in, Ninda means um, or in uh, blasphemy. So, no, we are not, we're not into blasphemy. Let us open the books, open the Shastras, open the, all the instructions of Srila Prabhupada, everything. Let's prove it. 
where shall prabhupada named person who is going to be his successor where when never not even once whereas he gave a written directive on how initiation should be conducted particularly after he has left this material world so especially when you know after post samadhi you know after he, the question was particularly asked by the by the one of the swami satsurup goswami so he was asking this question how to conduct initiations particularly at that time when you are no longer with us then prabhupada said i will appoint ritvik then he actually gave up gave that whole writing the letter directive and in that in that letter there is a first in the july 9, 1977 first thing is that uh, recently uh, we have met the members the gbc members have met his divine grace in vrindavan that was the may 28th he was referring directly to that conversation there and then the whole letter is about ritvik 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 so shastrically we have enough proof there is nothing that they can show and honestly i am going to make a video because i had a um correspondence with uh, some of these con devotees and apparently they were very 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 learned devotees uh, that was how they were presented to me and the way philosophy was presented by them to justify their guru business was so appalling even a beginner in krishna consciousness would not make such philosophical mistakes horrendous mistakes i mean it's like completely the, the philosophy was turned upside down i want to make a video on that it happened in october last year but until now somehow i did not get a time to make a video on that i will make one on my on my channel so sometime hopefully hopefully in may let's see so so we have to when we are dealing with iskon devotees we have to be very very careful we have to preach to them that's why what we do okay i will give example of what we do when we meet an iskon devotee immediately we say uh, hari krishna everything nice so please um, this is our ardent request for you to read this book so we have this we have prepared already a book called initiations after 1977 so we will leave a link in the link of that book in the description of this video i mean in the comment section and also on the youtube video in the description and comment section so you can access that and we have a video also explaining it in english in many languages in fact even chinese german hungarian many languages uh, hindi telugu kannada kannada i think it's being done it's not yet finished in so bengali so so many video so many we have material we have done so explaining the whole shastric evidence of this so we share this with devotees confidentially with them personally first uh, you see i have come across this you see how it even if you don't want to say that hey this is the truth you are following nonsense you know instead of saying like that you see i have come across this you please uh, go through this and try to understand this is something i feel i find it is very important for everybody to know share it with them and then let them read let them go through the video and then once they go through it then we can discuss on it in this way start preaching from the from the first instance instead of like waiting for an opportunity let's make friends first and let's make and then by the time you know everything is already done so if they don't want to accept you can pay respects so i will show you i will show you from the uh, purport what prabhupad says okay first we will go to this verse so after having shown all the evidence and if he still doesn't want to change then we just pay respects and maintain distance ah you see here this is from the vishnu dharmotra 
ಉಪನಿಷದ್ ನಾಟ್ ಉಪನಿಷದ್ ಸಾರಿ ಪುರಾಣ ವಿಷ್ಣು ಧರ್ಮೋತ್ತರ ಪುರಾಣ ಇಟ್ ಈಸ್ ದ ಲಾರ್ಡ್ ಸೇಸ್ ಶ್ರುತಿ ಸ್ಮೃತಿ ಮ ಮೈವಾಜ್ಞೆ ಯಸ್ತೆ ಉಲ್ಲಂಘ್ಯ ವರ್ತತೆ ಆಜ್ಞಾಛೇದಿ ಮದ್ವೇಷಿ ಮದ್ಭಕ್ತೋಪಿ ನ ವೈಷ್ಣವ ದ ಶ್ರುತಿ ಅಂಡ್ ಸ್ಮೃತಿ ಲಿಟ್ರೇಚರ್ಸ್ ಆರ್ ಟು ಬಿ ಅಂಡರ್ಸ್ಟುಡ್ ಆಸ್ ಮೈ ಇಂಜಂಕ್ಷನ್ಸ್ ಅಂಡ್ ಒನ್ ಹೂ ವಯೋಲೇಟ್ ಸಚ್ ಕೋರ್ಡ್ಸ್ ಇಸ್ ಟು ಬಿ ಅಂಡರ್ಸ್ಟುಡ್ ಆಸ್ ವಯೋಲೇಟಿಂಗ್ ಮೈ ವಿಲ್ ಅಂಡ್ ದಸ್ ಅಪೋಸಿಂಗ್ ಮೀ ಆಲ್ದೋ ಸಚ್ ಅ ಪರ್ಸನ್ ಮೈ ಕ್ಲೇಮ್ ಟು ಬಿ ಮೈ ಡಿವೋಟಿ ಹೀಸ್ ನಾಟ್ ಆಕ್ಚುಲಿ ಅ ವೈಷ್ಣವ ಸೊ ಶ್ರುತಿ ಅಂಡ್ ಸ್ಮೃತಿ ಲಿಟ್ರೇಚರ್ ದಸ್ ವೈ ಇಫ್ ಇಫ್ ಯು ಇಫ್ ಯು ಸಿ ಅವರ್ ಐ ಎ ಸೆವೆಂಟಿ ಸೆವೆನ್ ಪೇಪರ್ ಇಟ್ ಇಸ್ ಫುಲ್ ಆಫ್ ಶಾಸ್ತ್ರಿಕ್ ಕೊಟೇಷನ್ಸ್ ಸೊ ಇಫ್ ದೇ ಡೋಂಟ್ ವಾಂಟ್ ಆಕ್ಸೆಪ್ಟ್ ಯು ನೋ ಇಸ್ ನಾಟ್ ಆಕ್ಚುಲಿ ಅ ವೈಷ್ಣವ ಬಿಕಾಸ್ ಐ ಮೀನ್ ವಾಟ್ ಇಸ್ ದ ಫೋರ್ತ್ ಅಫೆನ್ಸ್ ಆಫ್ ಚಾಂಟಿಂಗ್ ದ ಹೋಲಿ ನೇಮ್ ಟು ಬ್ಲಾಸ್ಫೀಮ್ ದ ವೈದಿಕ್ ಲಿಟ್ರೇಚರ್ಸ್ ಆರ್ ಲಿಟ್ರೇಚರ್ಸ್ ಇನ್ ಪರ್ಸನ್ಸ್ ಆಫ್ ದ ವೈದಿಕ್ ವರ್ಷನ್ ಸೊ ದ ಬ್ಲಾಸ್ಫೀಮ್ ಆರ್ ನಾಟ್ ಆಕ್ಸೆಪ್ಟ್ ದ ವೈದಿಕ್ ಲಿಟ್ರೇಚರ್ ಇಸ್ ಅನ್ ಅಫೆನ್ಸ್ ಎಸ್ಪೆಷಲಿ ದೋಸ್ ವಿಚ್ ಹ್ಯಾಸ್ ಬೀನ್ ಶೋನ್ ಬೈ ಪ್ರಭುಪಾದ್ ಆ್ಯಂಡ್ ಅನದರ್ ಥಿಂಗ್ ದಿಸ್ ಇಸ್ ವೆರಿ ಇಂಪಾರ್ಟೆಂಟ್ ಪ್ರಭುಪಾದ್ ಸ್ಟೇಟ್ಸ್ ಇನ್ ದ ಪರ್ಪೋರ್ಟ್ ವೆರಿ ನೈಸ್ಲಿ for a devotee there is no point in making friendships with ordinary persons he should make friendship with other devotees so that by discussing among themselves they may elevate one another on the path of spiritual understanding this is called ishtagoshti in bhagavad gita there is a reference to bodhayanta parasparam discussing among themselves so this you see friendship should be cemented between persons uh, this is uh, from kanto 3 chapter 29 verse 17 3.29.17 purport friendship should be cemented between persons with mutual interests and understanding such persons are said to be swajati of the same caste and not of the same caste as in mean same birth persons with mutual interests and understanding such persons are said to be swajati of the same caste the devotee should avoid a person whose character is not fixed in the standard understanding even though he may be a vaishnava or a devotee of krishna if his character is not correctly representative then he should be avoided one should steadily control the senses and mind and strictly follow the rules and regulations and he should make friendship with persons of the same standard and if you see this verse uh this one you see acharyam vijayan navamanyet karhichit ಅವಮನ್ಯತ ಕರ್ಹಿಚಿತ್ ಯು ಸಿ ಸೆಕೆಂಡ್ ಲೈನ್ ಆಚಾರ್ಯ ಮಾಂ ವಿಜಾನಿಯನ್ ನ ಅವಮನ್ಯತ ಕರ್ಹಿಚಿತ್ ನ ಮರ್ತ್ಯಾಬುಧ್ಯಾಸೂಯತ ಸರ್ವದೇವಮಯೋಗುರು ಒನ್ ಶುಡ್ ನೋ ದಿ ಆಚಾರ್ಯ ಇಸ್ ಮೈ ಸೆಲ್ಫ್ ಅಂಡ್ ನೆವರ್ ಡಿಸ್ರೆಸ್ಪೆಕ್ಟ್ ಹಿಮ್ ಇನ್ ಎನಿ ವೇ ಸೊ ಇಫ್ ಸಮಡಿ ಹಸ್ ಡಿಸ್ರೆಸ್ಪೆಕ್ಟೆಡ್ ಪ್ರಭುಪಾತ್ ಬೈ ಫಾರ್ ನಾಟ್ ಫಾಲೋಯಿಂಗ್ ಇಸ್ ಆರ್ಡರ್ ಅಂಡ್ ಬ್ಲೇಟೆಂಟ್ಲಿ ಗೋಯಿಂಗ್ ಅಗೇನ್ಸ್ಟ್ ಇಟ್ ಸೊ ಈವನ್ ದೋ ಹಿ ಮೇ ಬಿ ಅ ಫಾಲೋವರ್ ಆಫ್ ಸಚ್ ಅ ಪರ್ಸನ್ ಹಿ ಮೇ ನಾಟ್ ಅ ಡಿವೋಟಿ ಮೇ ನಾಟ್ ಹ್ಯಾವ್ ಇಲ್ ಫೀಲಿಂಗ್ಸ್ ಫಾರ್ ಪ್ರಭುಪಾತ್ but he is being led by other leaders in a wrong way so can i associate with him because he is not contaminated the leaders are maybe and they have their uh, different ideologies but uh, maybe he is not contaminated he is just a innocent devotee but he is following them so okay what happens to such followers so this is kanto 6 chapter 7 text 14 in fact all what i am showing you now is already stated in our initiations after 1977 the book 
तेषां कुपथ देष्ट्रीणां पतताम तमसी तमसी ये श्रद्धुर्वचस्ते वै मज्जन तस्मप्लवा इव लीडर्स हु हैव फॉलन इनटू इग्नोरेंस एंड हु मिसलीड पीपल बाय डायरेक्टिंग देम टू द पाथ ऑफ डिस्ट्रक्शन एज डिस्क्राइब्ड इन द प्रीवियस वर्स आर इन इफेक्ट बोर्डिंग अ स्टोन बोट एंड सो टू आर दोस हु ब्लाइंडली फॉलो देम a stone boat would be unable to float and would sink in the water with its passengers similarly those who mislead people go to hell and their followers go with them so even if one is innocent if he is following a misleader then he is going to fall into the same ditch so this is why we have to be very very careful even with so called innocent followers if they are innocent then change them here convert them to this side because they have to be shown the proper understanding Uh, and if i cannot do it myself if i am not mm, good to in con- good in convincing first of all i must get convinced i must read and convince and if still after getting okay i may be convinced but i am not good in explaining because i am not used to it okay then introduce it to another devotee and watch the devotee explain and then learn from the devotee okay, how he is explaining how he is explaining and then in this way we also learn and then in this way we also preach so we this way we have to learn how to preach to these people so but we have to turn this around this shila prabhupas movement cannot be usurped by like this by unscrupulous leaders and if you see in the in the society of iskon so many things are going wrong but they can't see it they can't see it. just can't see it some people can see it but they just don't know what to do about it so we have to show the alternative that's why we have this iskm because for very long we have tried to preach to them by staying within iskon of course they already ostracized us in 1998 or something uh, mm. but still there was nothing started new waiting for them to change and trying to hold some kind of conferences and make them understand but nothing worked so we decided to have our own institution own parallel movement and show by example what can be possible if we keep sri prabhupada in the center and we have seen a tremendous success so far so and we are just in how many 7 8 years into this business of actually expanding to other countries and given the time that iskon has had and especially when prabhupad gave such a boost and this iskon is just building on that already acquired fame and then they they um have built the movement on top of that so just give us time we are starting from scratch and you know bhaisala prabhupada's mercy by chaitanya mahaprabhu's mercy krishna's mercy truth will prevail satyam eva jayate that will prevail so we have to do our business and when we meet with devotees like that in iskon we have to immediately preach to them we can't just have normal superficial conversation and then nothing concerning the real underlying truth which is um, dividing both so we have to present the truth for his own benefit and that is the best way up front just you know up front we just show in a nice way politely show them and then if they accept fine good that is very good preaching if they don't hare krishna that's it distance that's why in the next verse if you see i'll we'll just go to the next verse because krishne tiyasya giritam manasadriyeta दीक्षास्ति चेत प्रणतिभिश्च भजन्तमीशं 
शुश्रूषया भजन विज्ञमानीप्सिंगलोटीडेशोटीडर्वेस so ninda nindaadi shunya hridami psita sangalabdha ninda also means criticizing ninda also means you know guru ninda guru ninda means to flout the order of the guru that is also ninda so who are free from such ninda then we have to no, ninda means or criticize means to point out a fault which is not there that is that is ninda but to honestly present something that is not ninda and especially for the service of the shri prabhupada and devotee that is not ninda that is just being honest so this is what prabhupada said and this is what happening then is not in accordance so there is a big gap so mm-hmm. to present that is not ninda come on so but the ninda is there where that order of prabhupada the clear order of prabhupada is not being followed that is ninda so we have to sometimes see what is criticism and what is not sometimes the so called honesty is seen as criticism and sometimes criticism is seen as honesty so we have to understand all these things from the shastrik point of view what actually prabhupada said and what so and this way we preach to them wow we have so many questions venkatesh bhakta venkatesh then muslims who think god or impersonal or mayavadis if yes one whole religion created by lord why like that according to their advancement you know the lord has um given them the system of religion just like so the lord has sanctioned shankaracharya to come and preach mayavadi system so the lord has plans why he does that you know his plan we have to just follow uh, what his orders are we cannot question his plan uh, in kaliyuga especially you know people you know they have different kinds of mentality and they sometimes are not easily accepting a form they think it is a material form they don't understand spiritual form and also if i am killing animals or you know then i'm given a suitable religion to follow religious system whether it be shakta or whatever it is so in that way there are so many religious systems yes visradhamani so narayana himself asked shankaracharya to preach mayavad personally he spoke to lord shiva to uh, descend into the world and preach mayavad philosophy So why the Lord did that? So there's a Lord's will, you know. So there are cheaters who cheat those who want to get cheated, and though and he there are leaders who want to lead those who want to be led properly. So the Lord has plans for everybody. So if anybody follows, as Prabhupada said, uh, we are not against any religion as long as they come to the same point of loving God. So we're not against any religion, but it has to come to the point of loving. In fact, Chaitanya Mahaprabhu spoke to Muslims. uh in um, in um uh, my navadweep navadweep yeah i think navadweep around there so the chaitanya charitamrita has that so he preached to muslims and he spoke from quran and he presented the personal form of god from quran so in this way he defeated them so in so is just that it is there it is not very much stressed the personal aspect of god so it is just that how much people understand and how much you know people follow that's what matters 
if we follow everything properly then we will come to always the right conclusion of surrendering and loving God. So even Jesus also, he mentioned everybody to chant the holy name of God from dawn to dusk. All religions speak the same thing. Don't put that plate on the floor. So in this way, we have to um, understand. So next question. Bhakti Najanya, I am only vegetarian in my family. So I am the only vegetarian in my family. My mother will cook meat or fish daily. It is is usual, I will get the smell. It means I am non-veg now. Hmm. So, unfortunately, yes, because if we associate with them, then definitely the, the association is there, you know, the smell of the food. Of course, it is not good. It is not definitely not good. But you just be patient and follow the principles and one day you will get the chance to go. Just pray to Krishna. What, can, what else you can do? So, it is, it's not good to stay in a house with meat eaters. But slowly, either you cook for them and not allow them to cook. But if you can't them if you can't do that, then wait for the opportunity to get out somehow or other. But being a woman that is also difficult. So just pray to Krishna, Krishna will arrange something always. <clears throat> so question what about buying from supermarkets or shops selling meat products? We shouldn't buy bhoga from such establishments. Uh, no, no, no. Prabhupada did not say like that. So we should of course, buying we, we will you know have to pass through you know supermarkets where these things are there. So it is not pra- it is not practical not to buy from there. So Prabhupada said you can buy as long as you pay the money and come out, buy from there. That is okay. But it is not good, of course, that they buy they are selling all the same things you know in the same place, all those things. But what to do? Sometimes can't be avoided. So therefore, you have to buy and come and then offer to Krishna. So, Prabhupada did not especially say like that, but especially where they are eating and especially where they are served, even when they, when they are sold, it is bad. That's why I try to avoid walking in that lane where all the meat products are there. I just walk in other lanes where the vegetarian and then come out. So, just avoid it as much as possible. Sometimes you just can't avoid it, you have to pass by. But because we are in a world which is full of, you know, meat eaters, you know, so what can be done? So we're living in that world. And in fact, Prabhupada, when he was staying in America in the in the Bowery, in the early days, absolutely early days, then uh, he opened the fridge and he saw meat and he started crying. You know, as a sannyasi, I'm staying in a place where meat is there. But what can be done? He, he wouldn't go anywhere at the time. So he un- he endured a lot of hardship, unimaginable hardship. So he was Prabhupada was crying when he saw meat in the fridge. You know, he said, "I have, I have." Uh, broken all almost you know how many rules of sannyas like this by crossing the ocean actually sannyas not even supposed to cross the ocean uh, because they're all malachas on the other side so you lose because you'll get contaminated by the, their association but Prabhupada was so strong of course that he changed them instead of being changed by them but in, humbly he was thinking like this that i've broken the rule of sannyas i'm i'm in a place where meat is being stored and Prabhupada cried so these things but sometimes we just cannot avoid them, you know, you know, market, what can be done? Oni from Bangladesh. Uh, if a student get chance to study out of his country by taking scholarship and job, huh? if a student get chance to study out of his country by taking scholarship and suppose he has to do job. I mean, if you have to go out and go, but don't break your principles. 
chanting 16 rounds, following four principles, uh, reading Bhagavad Gita, taking Krishna Prasadam. You can follow that anywhere, wherever you go. Uh, update. Okay. The question is, if get a chance to study out of his country by taking scholarship and suppose he has to do a job at a restaurant of non-veg to lead his life, what he should do? He should never take such a job. Is he doing offence towards Sri Krishna and Srila Prabhupada? Of course, they most definitely. We cannot take a job that is directly implicated in meat eating. We cannot go and oh, you know um, become a you know what is that? Serve in a restaurant serving meat? No, that is totally prohibited. Yeah, wherever we go, why there can't be other things? There are so many other things we can do, right? Why have, why we have to do something like this? This is horrible. So we should do. We should satovritte. Satovritte also means. Satovritti means to have an occupation which is reasonably far from that. Uh, we, uh, what is that? Sinful activities, meat eating, illicit sex, gambling, intoxication. Our occupation should be reasonably far from that. Actually, we cannot avoid supporting these things. Suppose I am a, I'm a software engineer. I write code. But I am writing code maybe for a bank. Looks nice. Okay, I am not implicated. But the bank may hold accounts for McDonald's, KFC and all the meat restaurants, gambling, intoxication, brothel, everything. And I am getting implicated. Because I am I'm supporting the bank by writing code. So, if you see like that, we are indirectly supporting everything. So, there is fault in everything. But if the results, but we should not directly engage in that. Um, uh, occupation directly involving with meat eating especially by serving and you know that we have not to do other things sometimes it can't be uh, avoided you know the, the way the civilization is it's not even a civilization it's uncivilized actually barbarianism that is going on in the name of civilization so in this setup of society one is directly or indirectly uh, implicated in sinful reactions so therefore in the Bhagavad Gita Krishna says Sorry. So, Bhagavad Gita Krishna says, Shreyan Svadharmo Viguna Paradharmat Sanushtitat Svabhavani Adam Karma Kurvan Napnotikil Bisham. But actually, this is not what I want to show. Is it 1648? I think. Anyway, let's read this translation. Uh, no, not this. Uh, 1848, I think. Yeah. Sahajam karma kaunteya sadosham mapinatya jet sarvaram bhahi doshena dhumenagnirivavrita. So, this is chapter 18, text 48 in Bhagavad Gita. Every endeavor is covered by some fault, just as fire is covered by smoke. Therefore, one should not give up the born, uh, work born of his nature, O son of Kunti, even if such work is full of fault. So, you should not give up his work. Oh, I am a code, oh, I should not write code. So, of course, we should not engage in absolutely sinful um, occupations, but if we are indirectly or somewhere like that, remotely supporting uh, sinful activities, and we just have to, that's why, give the money to Krishna, because by taking the money from there, also we are getting the reaction. So, we have to give, always give a donation to Krishna, and and then practice our in our own life. That's why, Prabhupada actually wanted to start this Varnashram system, farm community, so that 
we can be completely independent of this society and we can grow our own food, grow our own cotton, go in that way make cloth, make food and have cows and that's it, independence, independent from the this, this system, this demoniac system. So unfortunately at this position we are not in that kind of position that we can have this everywhere. So we are having to you know deal in this material world with this materialistic people. So we just have to maintain our standards, what can be done, we cannot do everything properly. But if we stick to our, our these principles of personally not engaging in anything personally, then we can be saved and chanting Hare Krishna and Krishna says Sarva Papebhyo Mokshe Shami. Uh, he will rid us of all sinful reactions. Otherwise, we have to pay for everything. Everything that we do, we have to pay for the sins that we commit. Bhaktan Mukesh, can we donate the medicine to somebody after offering to Krishna? I mean, if somebody needs medicine, yeah. Actually, Aushadham Chintayet Vishnum. Aushadhi Chintayet Vishnum. In fact, in Ayurveda also it is said that even before taking medicine, we have to Think of Krishna. Krishna, if you will this, if, if your will is there, then this medicine will work on me, otherwise it will not work. It is ultimately your will, but I am just taking this medicine because this is prescribed. So, we have to take in that mood. <coughs> so, Vanajakshi, Mataji. Uh, being a Grihastha, will it ever be possible to abide by all these stated instructions? We are, we are in just fourth text. <laughs> So actually it is possible, we have so many Grihastha devotees who are doing all these things. Um, maybe some are not strictly doing it, so they have to become stricter, but actually it is possible by anyone. So this is, uh, these are actually simple things, as long as we keep our association correct. Uh, if we get distracted by all wrong association, then you know, it becomes uh, tough. So we have to become strong. You know, we have to start taking up, taking it up more seriously. First, read Prabhupada's books and slowly you will get the strength and chant Hare Krishna and take only Krishna Prasadam and in this way you will get strength to follow all this and associate with devotees. Make more friends among devotees than non-devotees. If you just, if we just have touch and go relationship with devotees, just like, let's go take Darshan and come out, you know, just take Prasadam and come out and not having any close interactions, doing seva with them, you know, in that way you you develop relations with them. So, instead of having friends with devotees, if we have friends with non-devotees, close relations with them, then yes, it will become tough, tough. So, therefore, we encourage all devotees to have good, strong, healthy relationships with devotees by engaging in all these six things among devotees. In that way, the rapport builds and then I will become more and more serious and it is easier to follow, very easy to follow, even if one is in Grihastha life. Prajakishwar Prabhu. There are some devotees like the so-called Prabhupada Anugas, for instance, who maintain the opinion that association is certainly important for advancing spiritually, spirituality, but as all the scriptures recommend, that association should be with pure devotees. Since not everyone in the Krishna consciousness movement is a pure devotee, since no one can be a pure devo- purer devotee than Srila Prabhupada, and since Srila Prabhupada himself said that we can associate with him through his books, they shall only associate with uh, Srila Prabhupada through his books and lectures. What is the position of such devotees? So, there are some devotees who call themselves followers of Prabhupada and they, they say we should associate with pure devotees. Eh? Temple devotees are all not pure. Prabhupada is only pure devotee, so I will just um, read his books and Prabhupada said you can associate with me by reading my books. So, I will read his books and I will stay at home. 
So, um, Prabhupada also says that, uh, what is that verse, uh, that song? Dayakaro Sri Acharya Prabhu Sri Nivasa Ramachandra Sangamage Narotamadasa. So, in that song, the last verse, um, so he says, Prabhupada gives a purport to that song. So, there he says that we have to follow the instructions of the spiritual master and live in the company of devotees. So, whoever is following the instructions of spiritual master, he is also, his activity is pure. So, why did Prabhupada create a temple then? Everybody stay at home, read my books, stay at home, no? Why construct big, big temples unnecessarily? Huh? No, come and learn to become devotees. And among devotees, we can learn how to become devotee. Uh, if I am alone, uh, that association, what? I, I, nobody knows what he is doing at home. He may never wake up for Mangalarti, he never, never wear, wear a dhoti in his life. He doesn't even know how to wear sometimes. Some of these Prabhupada Anugas are actually like that. They don't even know. They have forgotten how to wear a dhoti. For many decades, they have never worn a, worn a dhoti. Um, all kinds of things. And they eat outside. I have, we have personally seen all these people. They eat outside. Pizza Hut. Nicely eating. Hmm. And, uh, you know, eating forbidden things like mushroom. They do so many things because they are not just not serious about the whole process. Prabhupada said, that's why we have to, why he created temples then? Because devotees come and associate. As long as we follow Srila Prabhupada's instructions, that is pure association. If we don't follow, yes, then it will be a problem. Uh, so, just like, uh, what, if you say that the devotees in the temple are not pure, yeah, he is also not pure, that means. Hmm. Then how, what, what is the position? Oh, he is associating with pure devotee. How we associate with pure devotee? Prabhupada said, attend the temple Mangalarti. Where is the temple? So, we have to do what Prabhupada asked us to do. Uh, I may not be pure, we may not be pure, but we all have, if we follow Srila Prabhupada's instructions, then our conduct is pure. That is the proper way. And such devotees we should associate with. And in fact, they are quite reluctant and skeptical about associating with any devotee. Yeah, so, firstly, they are coming from a background, from ISKCON, where some gurus have fallen down and that that's how they lost faith in the process and 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 um, in devotees they lost faith in devotees because they have been cheated by so called devotees and they carry that flavor and they have always this apprehension about any other devotee whom they meet they they have this apprehension maybe he's also um, you know yeah it all looks rosy now then maybe he will have a shady character so that's the unfortunate position but we just have to uh, do our bit and be very honest and sincere in this whole process and then preach Sri Prabhupada's message and and eventually, if they are fortunate, they will associate. If, if, if they choose not to, who can, what, who can do what? So, that's why we, what we found is that it's easier to preach to people who are newer, who are not. If they come, they come from ISKCON. <clears throat> but honestly, uh, many such remnants of ISKCON, some are, yes, very strong and yes, we have seen also that. And very nicely they have taken up uh, this Ritvik path. But uh, some of them are just disgruntled and they, they lose all hope. And sometimes their sadhana is also not up to the mark and then they fall, fall down. And So, as long as one is sincere, he will be helped by Krishna. Ayappa. Prabhupada said, if we, can, if we are visiting the homes of Karmis, we can take only fruits and milk, is it? Um... If it is not offered by them, yes. So, you can take fruits and offer it yourself and then eat. So, if you have to accept anything and that too, 
usually what we do is we accept the fruits and then we come to the temple and offer them here and like that we take. <coughs> Sometimes when we have to eat it there then we offer in the mind, we say the mantra and then eat there. So as long as it is uncooked, that is different. So, but as far as possible, the, the thing is as far as possible we should not you know, accept their invitations and you know, we have to introduce to them the prasadam. Just by telling them, no, no, don't cook, just give me fruits and milk or something like that, I will offer myself. So, just by saying that, they will understand, okay, there are principles to be followed. So, if we don't tell anything, oh, just, just, you know, just go and eat there and then nobody is being helped. I am not being helped and he is also not being helped. Uh, Chanting one round will do. Who is that? Santosh. It is a good start, better than doing zero rounds. But then one has to work one's way up to 16 rounds. So start somewhere. If you are doing one round, do it. But if we are eating three times a day, at least we have to do three, three rounds, right? So at least start, at least chant between, I mean, before you eat, three rounds. Slowly, slowly increase and read Prabhupada's books. Once you read more, then you will get the enthusiasm to even chant more and take prasadam more, then you also get the blessing to chant more because if you don't eat prasadam, it will become very difficult to chant. You will observe that. If you don't eat prasadam, it will become very difficult to chant. So, the tongue has to be controlled by prasadam and harinam. And you hear, you read Prabhupada's books and eventually you will improve and associate with devotees. You have to associate with devotees. Without association of devotees also, it can become sometimes difficult. When we see another devotee chanting nicely, we also get inspired. Oh, I also want to chant nicely. Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna like that. So, so in this way we have to associate, take prasadam, hear and chant. That's the only formula. So, with that I think we have come to the end of the session. Wow, this is the longest session ever. Uh, this today's session will be short fact. Mm. But anyway, thank you very much. <laughs> it's easier to fool people than to convince them that they have been fooled. Vishwambarabhu. <laughs> So, it is easier to fool people than to convince them that they have been fooled. So, that is true. So, we have to we have to convince them that they have been fooled and now we have to change. <laughs> it's a difficult task, but yes. Of course, we have uh, many nice verses quoted by many duties. I mean, especially Vishwambar Prabhu. So, that story of Jagannath Das Babaji also there, you can read. So, alright. That is not squared. <laughs> Vishwamrabhu always comes up with this kind of quotes. Knowledge shared is knowledge squared. So, you square something like 2 square is 4, 9 square is 81. So, it exponentially grows when you share knowledge. Alright. All right. Thank you very much. Jai Shri Larupa Goswami ki jai, Upadesh Amrita ki jai, Bhakta Vrind ki jai, Shri Prabhupada ki jai, Nitai Gaur Premanandri Bo.